0: Big bag, Papa Pump receipt. I came here yesterday, ordered two French fries, and one cheeseburger. You guys got the fry and the cheeseburger by missing one fry. I came here yesterday. It was me and my freaks in the back seat. We're attacking a cruise, about to hit some gems to get our genetic freak on to work on our peak, on top of a peak, agility freaky arm. We came here, and we're missing one freaky french fry. And I got the documentation the, the, the right here to show you that the big Papa Pump, you could call me Freakzilla, was here. And I just want my genetically modified french fry. If you don't want that, how about you can write your pretty self, your number on here, and you can go with the genetic freak. And we could get all freak on right now. You know, look it up. Have you ever seen a big muscle like that? How about you go home with Big Papa Pump and you could lay on my arm. You can lay on my arm and you rust it like a pillow. You can rust on a peak, on a peak. How's that sound, baby? You don't want no Big Papa Pump. Jeanette? peak, peak on a peak? Mwah. Holla if you hear me. You know, is it giving Big Papa Pops French fry? Oh, oh, I can tell you're the shy type. You're shy when you see a big genetic freak. Well, let's get our freak on with Big Papa puff You can be my personal freak to lay on my peak and a peak as we speak. All right, Papa. Have a great day, baby. You want to fill Big Papa's abs? Uh-uh, I don't want to feel it, baby. Feel Big Papa's ass. <laughs> I don't want to feel it, baby. What about the peak <laughs> and the peak? You want to feel Big Bad Booty Daddy's peak? Feel the peak. Uh-huh. I don't want to feel it. Is that a big muscle, baby, or what? That's a big muscle. You know what? you want my personal, one of my freaks, and you're going to the peak <laughs> on the peak. Holla a day, if you hear me. <laughs>
1: psychotic as any human being that ever laced his boots. At Unforgiven, Austin, I'm going to show you how stone cold I can be. At
0: Unforgiven, it will be The Rock defending the WCW Championship against Booker T and Shane O'Malley. No way can The
1: Rock keep the WCW title. Angle slam and angle to Dead man
2: Closer. It's just like when you get closer to try and talk to Martin. Like well, you actually have to get closer to the computer. Like I he's do. right beside I, I, you. <laughs> I, I, I,
3: Martin is here in my heart. Well, you're... <laughs> thanks guys for downloading
2: the uh, New Blood Rising podcast episode fifty-six of the show. We are looking at Unforgiven two thousand one today, and a couple other things mixed in between because it was a hell of a ride to get to. I think September twenty third two thousand one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm William Rinkin, joined, of course, by Jason Keesler Hey, good morning. Charlie Stabile. Good afternoon. Across the ocean, also the fourth member of the podcast, Martin Dixon.
4: Good evening. Yeah. Good evening. Uh, it's
2: so it's, I love, that's a, that was perfect. man. And good night. That's and right. good night. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, a lot going on, like, not just with our timeline. So, mm-hmm. um, right off the bat, what do you guys, all right, so Shane's still on Raw. Not really explained why. Well, they loosely explained why, but they don't really give a good concrete reason. Nope. You've had the Bullet Club come in. What do you guys think about what's going on kind
3: of in the current timeline now of 2016? It's interesting. I mean, I'm not fast forwarding as much, and I'm seeing a lot more wrestling yeah. on Raw, so that's good. You watching it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have watched uh, the first hour of the Raw after Mania, mm-hmm. and... I I don't know I feel like I'm checking out big time and yeah I'm reading about things that are going on mm-hmm. and it sounds interesting but the problem is it's still a three hour show right right uh, I will say like I very rarely get to the end because I need to go to sleep to mm-hmm. get up for work but um judging by like when I look at what's trending it's never usually anything big but um there has been some really great wrestling like some good new matchups new fresh matchups and everything and um, less of it feels like the crowd trying to take over and be a character in the show yeah which is a good sign martin what are your thoughts on it
4: um i'm pretty much with charlie i <laughs> three hours is an awful lot of time for me to commit to a show
2: right um
4: so i get bits and pieces and seek out the bits that interest me um it is like a, it's a very very interesting year just the sheer to write stuff down on paper it's like a complete head trip it's like Video game style booking. Oh, mm-hmm. the Bullet Club invaded RAW. AJ Styles is having a, uh, a WWE title match in a couple of weeks.
2: It's surreal. Yes, he yeah, yeah, he's wrestling Reigns. He's the number one contender. The belt. And now at the pay per view. Oh, God. and now and now like Bullet Club has come in, and now they act like they're all but they're every... It seems like they're buddy buddy, but what's happened is Bullet Club has attacked Reigns, and AJ's like, no, 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 man,
3: whoa, he's Wait. not. T- How did AJ get the title shot? He, he lost to Mania. Yeah, well, well, they... the next night, Jericho comes out says I should be the number one contender to Shane. Oh, AJ, no, I saw that promo. That's yeah. exactly when I turned it off. That's when AJ said... AJ comes out, even though he lost, and then Owens and Sami Zayn come out, and Shane gives yep. a fatal four-way for the number one contender.
2: Oh, I never got to the match. Because, see, Jericho... Is Jericho playing that heel character from, like, 2008?
3: I don't think it's no, that, necessarily. The, I but think it's...
2: Do you understand what I'm saying? I, oh I no. know what you're saying because like I hated uh, that so much it's I don't think it's quite the Nick the I call it the Nick Bockwinkle because that's what all he references like oh I like Nick Bachwinkles, he'll run an AWA mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily that although there are elements of it because mm-hmm. he does slow it down and kind of do as you're saying like drop the drop he's a the big ball buzz killer
3: is kind of what it is it's really good yeah. to be counter to the the pace of the indie guys coming in being real fast kinda, pace, I mean for assault.
2: lack of a better term he's really kind of a douchebag. bag mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah,
3: that's not i prickish Jericho yeah like. It's that's why like I
2: I, I thought about it at first too, but I was like you know I know he's not wearing the suit, right? Which isn't is nec- which I guess that that shouldn't necessarily mean anything whether he wears the suit. Well, no, so that was a part of the character. Yeah. But at the same time like his it, he doesn't he doesn't fall back on you know using remember the member that uses Jogo is the thesaurus. He's bringing the thesaurus yeah. of the ring to pick out big words. But um, no, I, th- I I I think it's kind of uh, again lack of a better th- I think it's a hybrid of. Where he was as a heel is Y2J, mm-hmm. and, it, uh, and then is the 2008 one. Okay. Where it's still, he's still trying to be hip in mm-hmm. his own way, like the scarf,
3: just hilarious. The jacket, the scarf, and no shirt. So it's yeah. the, ha- the two thirds suit. That's what you could call the it. The other
2: problem I found this, he just doesn't look in as good a shape as yeah. he could be. Dad bod. Yeah. Dad bod man he, boobs. Yeah. You guys remember, remember that it's one of the best surprise returns is his Rumble 13 mm-hmm. return yeah. where he looked
3: incredible. He looked in great shape, but you know it was he, what it was. Fame he has go the good. body of a guy who is also the lead singer of a touring band and wrestler. Yeah. Like he doesn't <laughs> he isn't looking great. It's amazing
2: he looks as good as he does. Yeah,
3: what's DDPO over to him?
2: I, I was telling Jason, I still I'm committed to it. I it's the one thing like if I was ever anything I would hope would happen is that seen as the third man in the Bullet Club, just like Hogan was for the NWO. And, the, and they reveal it in a match against the shield in June just 20 years exactly 20 years after bash of the beach in 96 you mm-hmm. on paper just, you told me the shield reunited is wrestling the bullet club like just
3: just take the money <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you want to talk about a buy rate it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Gone. That's the buy rate. Gone. I
4: always, I always used to reference, you know, when WWE was doing something I liked or was on the verge of doing something I liked, I would hand them a blank check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they do Shield versus Bullet Club, that's one of those things.
2: It, and I, and I don't think they can. The problem is, like, people say, well, you need to wait. You need to wait. I'm a, as Donald Trump would, you need to wait until uh, SummerSlam, you know, or WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Like, people would say that, though. You right. need to wait till. Fuck that. You don't... You can't wait. Mm-hmm. You need to do this now, because... The, yeah. I, I, the, 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 or go ahead, Martin. I'm sorry.
4: I was just going to say, the problem is, these kind of things, if they, if there is too long of a burn, they can burn out.
2: Yep,
5: Shield, that's true.
4: Shield Wyatt's almost burned out.
2: It did. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what's fascinating? Is, Shield never got over. No, they lost both times. They did, and I always thought that was interesting, but um, didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, um, it's it's in an interesting spot. I know we're going to be going to SmackDown May seventeenth. No, I got corrected. Okay, mm-hmm. good, good. It's going to be interesting to see because like, it was so funny. My mother in law, which was like, she texted me. She's like, "Did you know?" Like, she it's like she copied and pasted from like the thing. Which was like, they say that Bray Wyatt's going to be there. <laughs> Uh, Dean Ambrose is going to be there. Roman Reigns, man, I was like, and I, I, I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't have the heart. I was like, know who they are? Is Randy Savage going to be there? <laughs> I know. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like, Remember though, like when you were a kid in the house, show's was coming. It's like, look who's coming. Oh, oh, yeah. wow. And then at the very bottom, Cars cards are to change, to change and, it, and it always did. Because here goes.
3: <laughs> we've had two new in uh, two new injuries. Bray Wyatt hurt his calf, and then Rusev hurt something recently. So I don't know if Rusev's still out. Like, is that? Because there were pictures of people helping him out, and it wasn't like the cell help out. It was the—I don't know. Was it? I, I, I've only heard about the Bray one, which sounds like it's fairly serious. Like mm-hmm. he will be
2: out indefinitely. But, oh yeah. god! Yeah, I feel bad. I really feel bad for him because now it's like now it's not Let's even. Try your... face.
5: Oh fuck my leg! <laughs> well shit.
2: Because I, I think he would murder as a baby face. Mm-hmm. I think it's the last thing you can do with him at this point, because yeah. there is no there is no way realistically any of us can buy him as a heel at this point. It's like, you're the new face of fear. I beg to differ.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the new face of mediocrity. Uh. <laughs> um, Alright, yeah, so... I, I, oh, go ahead.
4: I, I once wrote that the Wyatts would be excellent babyfaces, and you wouldn't have to change anything about them. No, no, I mean... Because the, the, the main vil- villainous driving force in WWE is always the corporation for what, for in various guises. Mm-hmm. What better faces yeah. to go up against a shadowy, you know, almost faceless corporation in 2016? Yeah. Anarchists.
2: Mm-hmm. It, now what's interesting is because it felt like that was going to be Brock's next feud, but then they flipped him, they flipped Brayface. So, man, talk about somebody who I, I have no doubt that at some point Brock's just like completely uninterested now. Because he's fighting in Hawaii. Well, <laughs> well, it's a it's a making his Hawaii debut, and I'm like, I could name you one Hawaii wrestling show, <laughs> not one.
4: And, and Tyson he, Kidd he will be making wrestling the show. <laughs> the shark came from Waikiki. He did, didn't he? Old
3: John Tenta returns from
2: the dead. <clears throat> yeah, I, I I just I don't know where like I don't even know when he would pop up realistically for a for a real storyline like. I almost wouldn't use him for another two
3: months because what's the point? You have all this crap now that's going on. You just let Brock Lesnar show up and win money at the bank and everyone just goes, fuck. It would actually be... He F5s the ladder. knocks <laughs> <laughs> the meltdown or the briefcase.
4: Yeah, the F5s the ladder, the shockwave knocks the briefcase down. <laughs> into
3: it's like that uh, the footage that people are showing from the uh, Live Aid concert where Freddie Mercury sings and the sound wave with all the people cheering. You see everyone's hands going up and it's not voluntary, it's all reactionary. Just That's boom! Everybody just does the wave out of the massive <laughs> F5. Woo! <laughs> so it's an
2: interesting landscape, nevertheless. Um... All right, so let's dive into, oh, by the way, I just posted it today. There are two new T-shirts oh. that are, um, oh. we have campaigns for. Two new T-shirts, Disappointing Taker Incorporated. <laughs> oh, I to get
6: me
4: that.
2: <laughs> and then there's also We Do It For The Fans. <laughs> yes. oh, with, there, I, I brought them down to it, as cheap as I could through Teespring. For so so like God's th- sakes, don't watch it. I, I think they're 16 bucks a piece. Oh, well, that's pretty so good. So, you know, they're, they're on a three-week campaign because I found out for the pro wrestling tees, you, you have to have like 10,000 followers on Twitter, which, you know, in, maybe in 15 years we'll be at that point based on our current trajectory. We'll be covering now. <laughs> hey, guys, remember what so we said? Brother Lesnar had F5 the ladder and he did? This is our best option at the moment, so go check them out. They're on the. It's on the Twitter. Just check it out. It's at teespring.com. Look for... New Blood Rising podcast. Um, other than that, let's dive back into it. It's two no thousand. 2000- What's that? No China. Well, no, oh, there is. No, they sell. We're selling in China. The shirts can be shipped oh, to China. Cool. Mm-hmm.
6: All
2: right. <coughs> oh, you meant the wrestler? No, I meant Prince. Oh, you meant. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, the China thing is fascinating because this. I'm going to avoid the rant because there's something that bothers me when these things happen. Oh, oh yeah! Mm. If you go back, right, that's the number one thing to talk about. So she died on Thursday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. She died on Tuesday. So if you had mentioned mm-hmm. China on a Monday, the mo- just the day prior, Solomon Grundy, you would have shut up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Solomon crying. it's a China on a Monday, she's dead on a Tuesday. That's if, if
2: you mentioned, if you mentioned the name like. Nothing but like probably some porn jokes about porn jokes about awful YouTube videos mm-hmm. like it would not be positive is what it, it'd be the. Oh, I'm not saying we change our tune here. No, yeah. no, uh, yeah, because you know we're notorious. I, if you interchange Sunny with China, it'd be the same thing, right? But here's the problem: as soon as she died, then all of a sudden, like everybody, like shifted their tone about her and was like mm-hmm. everyone was reveling which is fine like she did have a great career. Yeah. Unfortunately, most people didn't value that at the time. And so they just wanted to make fun of her.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: They and and that and you know what that's the age of what we're in like it's about 140 characters you have a one liner where you just are really snarky and make fun of something. It happens. It happens in everything, not just wrestling. But it's just sometimes it just it, it becomes a bit hypocritical when you know, you could trace back on some of these accounts where people have made these jokes about, oh, yep. going to look at China on YouTube, what to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, you know, it, it's such a shame what happened. May she rest in peace. and right. blah, blah. And it's just like, go fuck yourself. All right, you're a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. And then what was even funnier was she got Farrah Fawcett out of the conversation as soon as Prince died. So mm-hmm. then nobody cared anyway. So then all of the rest in peace just kind of went to rest in who? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Take her back? That's uh, <laughs> So, you know, I, I do think, like, the one person I praised would, would, would have been Austin during that Triple H podcast because he legitimately said, like, why don't you have her in the Hall of Fame? Right. That, mm-hmm. was, that was a legitimate mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I know people say, why would Triple H say something? Well, he, all right, he's going to be damned either way. If he doesn't say anything, he's mm-hmm. a big prick. Yeah. If he does say something, say, "Well, you're, you should have done something when you know she was alive, you assholes." Well, you can't win either way. Right. Yeah. You know? So, what are you guys' thoughts? on it? go ahead and go around with it, have fun with it. Martin, you want to start?
4: Yeah. Um. I I've made one or two jokes at China's expense. So for me to then come out and eulogize her would have been hip- incredibly hypocritical of me. It's sad, you know, that Laura d- is dead, but I wasn't a fan of China the the character um she was a trailblazer etc etc i just wasn't a fan um, i will you know grieve you know grieve her passing but i'm not going to eulogize that's, you know, that's because perfect. again I, I, I it would come across as ridiculously hypocritical of me to do so it's incredibly sad nobody deserves to die at such a, a young age no no but i i would it would be disingenuous of me to say eulogizer.
2: No, that's, I, think, that, that's, I, think I think that's, that's well the said. best eulogy you can give Yeah, in all honesty.
3: Both you guys? I I mean, I didn't, the closest thing I came to was making the joke about Prince rolls into heaven with China as a bodyguard which is the most Prince thing possible but I'm the same way with Martin as we made jokes. We, I mean, we had the clip at the beginning where yeah. they're talking about the Howard Stern reaction. I mean, it would have been alright but I get also where to defend the WWE is the, being the company that they are now if they were to ever put her in, even now after she's dead, these other groups are going to come at them because of her adult film career. Right. And you can't go back and take something away from someone, or they sure as hell would have taken it away you from Sonny. And you know the backdoor way they could do it, no pun
2: intended, with <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, is is induct Generation X. Yeah. It's the safest yeah. way to get her into the Hall of Fame, because then if you induct her with the group, which, uh, I mean... It's a little dis. It's a little. It's a disservice to her because she did some of her best stuff outside of that. She did. She. Was but I think that's a safe way to that you could kind of counteract it.
1: Yeah.
5: Um,
2: uh, the <clears throat> The character uh, I, I liked how she reinvented it uh, after a while, but I mean, yeah. I always liked the original China, the one that went over the barricade or whatever and just grabbed Marlena and just shook her oh like a God. ragdoll yeah. like and how scary a, that was. Yeah. And like that was that was good and. Uh, when she broke off from DX, yeah, I mean, as, as a kid, yeah, it was it was, it was was nice to watch and, and you liked her, but uh, yeah, not to take anything away from her wrestling career, but it just cannot be overstated that her career outside of wrestling uh, really does put a shadow uh, on her accomplishments in the ring, which there were a lot. I mean, she was first woman in the Royal Rumble, yeah, first IC champion, you know, and, and she helped get guys over, yeah. oddly enough, uh, like Chris Jericho. So, you know, I have, I have a lot of respect for her as a competitor. Uh, and, and, but in terms of what she did outside, I mean, that's her business. That was her business. It's her life. I don't think it should reflect her in-ring ability. I mean, there's plenty of people that are in the Hall of Fame that uh, did a lot of questionable shit. And, uh, unfortunately, DDP and couldn't make a documentary about her right. comeback. Otherwise, well, it'd be Jake Roberts. It's, it's it part of the stigma that lives in our culture with porn, with pornography, that it's this horrible, awful thing, and right. yet everyone's watched it. Right, mm-hmm. everyone. So I think it, I think that in itself is hypocritical,
6: sure.
2: but uh, I think that it sucks that uh, WWE is at a point where, basically, if you're a shunned ex employee, the only way to get into the Hall of Fame is die, because we saw this with Randy Savage, and then that would have been an amazing moment. I, d- d- unless you do the ultimate like sellout to them, like I will kiss your ass, I will do whatever. Like, mm-hmm. which, but she never did that. No, she didn't. Mm-hmm. To her credit, or it, uh, the 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 other option is. You know, because Bruno didn't do that either, and Triple no. H went out of his way like to really negotiate that one in there. That's so. holding on to a grudge. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, Damn. and winning. Yeah, and when <laughs> <the> white grudges <laughs> are
3: underrated. <laughs> wow. But well, look, then there's then you got Warrior um, though, who well now that's a bunch of crap the way yeah. they've
2: whitewashed him right. and made him like, into this like mythical wonderful guy when we all remember those YouTube videos that he yeah. would, that he would post that were yeah. racist that were homophobic.
3: The just very upsetting. Like, but you, got he was you gotta, a Fox uh, News commentator. Right. You got to do the same thing though. If we can't—I mean, like—if you're separating China's adult film career, then from her wrestling personality, then you got to take away Jim Helwig's political sure. views from the Ultimate Warrior.
2: But, but it's the way that WWE just chooses mm-hmm. to remember. Like, I think Triple H, or I think it was Stephanie, was one of the first people to tweet out, and that sucked. And then Triple H to tweet out, She I, was I, a trailblazer. I think they were in such a corner. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like you know the problem now they'll is, talk about it. Well, exactly. But the problem is, if you don't, then people are like, Why won't you say something? Why won't you acknowledge her? Well, it'll be interesting tomorrow night? Uh, the over under uh, on, on the Roddy Piper tribute? song with China's video. Oh yeah, they did a little what is, I, the, well, there's vignette the, the thing the around the corner. Yeah, they fired Piper, he died like two weeks later. Yeah. Oh, we loved Roddy Piper. Oh, don't give me that shit. I would actually would have preferred Triple H staff to, to say nothing. If they want to act like she didn't exist, right. then act like she doesn't exist. Know the consequences. This is a business where like got people that we grew up watching die all the time. So it shouldn't come as a surprise when somebody who actually we know has a serious problem because she had drug problems oh, outside yeah. the ring, totally. dies. Yeah, so I think it's very hypocritical on WWE's part. Not to say that she was the most perfect person, but she, she should be treated the same way across the board by them. You guys remember Michael Jackson died? Mm-hmm. How all of a sudden, yeah. like, because oh, he's wonderful. Yeah. Everybody just made fun of him and called him. Oh, uh, I did. Oh, all these, uh, A lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, and at the time, like, again, it's the way the media fed it to us was that this guy was a child molester, a pervert, all these things, and the reality was they. They uh, exonerated him. No matter of what, they never proved it. Right, and but the thing was, like, he always carried that stigma up until he died, and then that vanished. Yep. It, it's, it's so fucked up. Like, once these people die, it, then it's just like, well, now because
3: they're not here for us to, you know, Thriller was a good album. You know, <laughs> that never changed. That was yeah, <laughs> I always me. loved that album. But, um, but yeah, it's just we're going back with this. Is it's unless you were Hitler when you die you're Adolf died
2: you come back as
3: uh, you come back as like a a great person is the way everyone seems to look at you and I understand you don't want to especially if someone never got the opportunity to quote quote make up for those mistakes like she didn't get her ultimate warrior moment with getting in the hall of fame cutting an amazing promo that's like I know I'm dying and and, I mean similar Prince goes to the hospital he gets out does that fantastic show house party at his own house that people say was fantastic she didn't get that moment, and it sucks for sucks for her. The, I, the, the one thing I'll wrap it up with is um, I loved what,
2: in Austin's tweet, where he talked about how over she was, because that's something that's, it, it is kind of glossed over, is that she was arguably, like, in that upper tier of popularity mm-hmm. at the time. Maybe not, like, the entire, like, I'm Attitude sure Era, was. but at least, like, for a good, like, a portion Maybe 2000 was, like, the peak of it for her. When like obviously the Playboy thing happened and and stuff like that, for Tom she was ridiculously popular. That's another good thing to bring up. Uh, it's hard to put your mind back to the time, but I, I remember. I, I think China was the first woman that Austin ever stunned. Yeah, and a what a deal. big deal that was! Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that actually pushed Austin even further that he stunned a woman.
3: Well, it was also that she flipped him off. Like right. she stood up to him, yeah. which really I thought yeah. helped her it in a way too. Yeah. Martin, what do you think the over-under of her being in 2K17 is going to be now?
4: <laughs> she, she, There's a very good chance that someone will put her in. Because um, whilst the WWE do have a, a say on the roster, 2K also have a say on the roster, and if they think they can. Yeah,
3: that's why Macho Man, was, well, that was before 2K, but that's why Macho Man was showing up in the games years before the let's go ahead and start selling the shirts again. Put right. all Yeah,
4: right. he was uh, He was in WWE All-Stars, and that was a big... He did a commercial for that. Yes, yeah, Which he did. was a he great did. commercial.
2: That's right. Yeah, it was the
4: last two things he ever did for WWE. Yep. He filmed two vignettes.
2: And then he died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it sucked. It was <laughs> yeah. horrible. That, yeah. Because well, it, it was like, yeah, he's exactly
4: coming back? back? It was like, well, they've established a working relationship again. Okay, Are we going to see if, some kind of reconciliation? I, but...
2: I remember the Brett Pops, when he came out, if it was Macho Man, oh my Hedge. God, those yeah. things would have been epic. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, let's get back to 2001. Here we go. We're in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's, it's I, I've, I, I will say, I think Chicago's number one for fans. I think Pittsburgh is right there, to solid number two. Probably, maybe two way, two and two way with Philly. Mm-hmm. Like I think Philly and uh, Pittsburgh are right up there. Their fandom is amazing because they're the ones. Royal Rumble 14. Yeah. They're the ones who really got a lot of that shit started. Oh yeah. Um, when they turned on the Cena Orton match, um, they're at the Mellon Arena. Cap- All right, so crowd 13,855. You know what capacity was? It's probably seventeen. It is at least. seventeen one
4: eighty one. So it was. And sorry, it, it sounds a lot bigger that crowd than thirteen thousand. There, think I think well, that's, that's a, an
2: obnoxious yeah. crowd. Oh, there's
3: some. Guys, close to the mic on this one.
2: So, we talked, we all, always talk about buys. So, where we left off, we talked about where SummerSlam was. So, all right.
3: Take a guess, where are we at with the buys for Unforgiven 2001? I would say Unforgiven 2001 because of the stuff that happened right before it and it being Um, Kurt Angle. I would say 600.
2: Wow. Uh, That's a big buy. That's a big buy. (laughs) I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. And that's going to boost my numbers a little bit. I'd say
4: 475. Martin. Um, I'm probably going to come in low. I'm going to say two, 256.
2: Wow. 256. Martin, you get the win. It's 350,000 miles. <laughs> You're That's the th- next contestant <laughs> on the prize.
4: Yeah? <laughs> 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 wow. Do I get to play that little game where the man goes up the, the hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that little game.
5: <laughs> <laughs> bum, 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 boom, 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 boom. Woo! Who needs right. a sound effect? Could you imagine
4: Ric Flair's price, right? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you imagine that man knows the value of anything? <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like a refrigerator.
2: Like $80,000. Like Ric Flair doesn't know the price of shit.
3: He just goes over, it's one of those guess the price, and you gotta guess how many zeros are in it, and they go, and everyone's wrong, and he goes there and flips the number, and instead of being one, it's a W, and it's just woo! <laughs> um. This is the lowest to date buy rate of any pay
2: per view of 2001. Wow. And I'll give you a little hint it will get lower. <laughs> it does get lower really in can't. 2001. Um, so well, it's gotta be let's talk about the build of this because there's one obviously mega cultural event that, yeah. um, <laughs> wow. so before that though is <clears throat> the day after SummerSlam, we got Austin Appreciation. In fact, no let me try. bring up, um, I'm going to, I took a few notes. I didn't, I'll, I'll admit, I think there were five Raws. I maybe watched like two of them. I didn't get through all of them because I needed to get to the pay-per-view. Um, but let me pull these up here. So Austin appreciation, like the milk truck. Mm-hmm. What a classic moment. What's awesome mm-hmm. is Austin's reaction. Because remember how Vince and everybody else sold it when they got hit? They but, were like swimming. does he just stand there? He stands yeah. there. <laughs> and I, I thought the really good heel
3: thing would be to put Deborah in front of him. Yeah. That <laughs> would have been, been great. Fantastic. But <laughs> All also, over, like, yeah. let's not forget, in addition to the milk truck, that night is the birth of the hurricane.
2: It is. Okay, so that was one of my other notes
3: was going to be... You guys also... We, at the end of SummerSlam, we talked
2: about that cage match with the Brothers, brothers of Destruction, DDP, and Canyon was the end of the feud, right? By, by me saying that, you know now it is not. Mm-hmm. The next night on Raw, they advertise it right off the bat. There's going to be a one-on-one match between Diamond Dallas Page and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> no. They even show <laughs> her shadow boxing in the back oh like God. The Undertaker. Does she cut a promo? She doesn't cut a promo. Oh. All right, so when she... I, or maybe she... If she does, it was very forgettable. <laughs> Much like this match. This match. If you want, you can talk a lot about the low point for DDP. Mm-hmm. He Undertaker basically, with the referee distracted by Sarah, destroys DDP on the outside, choke slams him, rolls him in the ring, and Sarah, without doing one offensive move, covers a former <laughs> a former WCW champion, Colleen, one, two, three, in the middle of the ring. It's
5: like when Bret Hart beat the Miz.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's
5: the same
3: type of thing. So yes, uh, the final nail in that coffin is finally. Been, and I think that's the last time we see him until he comes back, kind of with the DDP yoga bit where he's all smiling, positive, page, positive page. positively, page right. Bang! We also get this:
2: uh, <laughs> the Rock, you know, kind of gloating his victory, presents Booker Wee yeah. to the crowd. A midget, sorry for the word, but a midget version of Booker T, mm. who does an incredible little spin of Rooney and. The <laughs> Along with, um, and the big show even does it. Everybody is making fun of Booker T on this show to the point when Booker T shows up, like he learns the cat's trying to get in the damn room. Oh, uh uh-uh. uh. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Not that get the door. kibosh on that. But um, yeah, it's. You know you're over. When you have wrestlers impersonating your your man. That's of the crazy yeah. thing. It's like as is, is embarrassing as this was, mm-hmm. I felt like Booker was getting so over. getting over with it. And also gave him a
3: chance to do that somebody's going to get hurt tonight. And like you see like vicious right. Booker T.
2: Yeah. Rock, to his credit, he wrestles Lance Storm and Rhino during this build up to where we are. And they're good matches. They really are. Especially the one with Rhino because you're talking about two contrasting mm-hmm. styles. One guy like... they. They mentioned Rock, probably would never fight Rock again because it'd be the fake fighter versus the real fighter and it wouldn't look good, right? That's kind of the the MO on what's going on nowadays. But they actually have a decent match. Helms becomes the Hurricane, which is an interesting bit. He wins the European title in his first match against Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Heyman is the first person to say Lunatic Fringe. He refers to Kurt Angle being oh, wow. on the Lunatic oh, wow. Fringe. Whoa. Yes, he does. I caught. I wrote so that the down. Angle asylum. Test gets, like, a, is it he's getting monster push. We'll talk about it tonight because he shows up in a big way.
5: The hell's he doing He gets
2: here? a big one over Jericho <laughs> on television. Um, and I think also, yeah, also over the APA, uh, we all, there's a great bit with him and Steph kind of reuniting for a night. They talk about the past. Mm. It's fascinating. It makes me think, like, this should have been Triple H's, like, mania match if they had booked test. it right with, I'm serious, test with We thought that at the time. It would have been great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stasiak, I mean, to his credit too, he settles in nicely into this doofus role for the Alliance. It's awesome. Him trying to they try to do the sour milk on Kurt Angle, but Deborah walks in and she gets they drop the bucket of sour milk on her.
6: More <laughs> the war on
2: women continues. <laughs> and in my final note, JR continues the word continues to use the word commando to describe things that aren't necessarily commando. I don't know where he picked that up. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, My
4: God, have you seen this movie, Commander?
2: That's a couple...
4: Well, oh, Friends was on in the background.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that Green
2: Beret is very hungry. <laughs> so those are a couple of the pre-September 11th notes, because obviously September 11th changes everything, and it still has to this very day, and a lot of things outside of wrestling. So we don't necessarily need to get into all of that, but nope. we need we can at least acknowledge the fact that in terms of pro wrestling, it, it really sent a shockwave through, because... This was something that I imagine was like they were traveling by plane. Can you imagine some quasi-universe if the plane that got hijacked oh. was the WWF? Yeah. And I don't think that plane would have hit the tower. But no. that's, <laughs> that's
1: what I always think. What? next <laughs> you know me now!
2: Can
6: you imagine if
2: that? I mean, it's so it's kind of it's that's it's maybe mean to bring it's up, but probably mean. But oh. at the same time, like. But. If we're talking in in, rea- in real life, a lot of those, like, I love that hardcore I was talking about. A lot of the guys who th- you think are tough, they aren't tough as right. shit when it comes he's to. He's got real a life. big
3: show, so he's got a box cutter. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> Martin Sticker,
2: and, and, and we've got a big show. <laughs> but in reality, like, obviously all planes were grounded. Mm-hmm. And the WWF was stuck in a spot. They ended, like, for all intents and purposes, they probably should have canceled their show because they couldn't get to their destination. Instead, though, they put together, like, a makeshift show in an arena they're not supposed to be booked at, but they do it in Houston. Put together, you know, some fairly decent matches, and, I mean, obviously the part you want to talk about is the opening. The opening mm. is... Wow. It, it is what it is. It's... Yeah. It, it, Dude, I hate... I, I feel like such a prick, I, but it's, it's a little Vince painful. McMahon's promo is... is mm. That's okay. It's Lillian's singing of the national <laughs> anthem that... I wanted to pull my hair out. Yeah? I really did. I. There were a couple. Granted, it must have been very hard for her to do that. I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah. But. The, it was hard to watch. I love me A little bit. Well, especially when she started singing in high notes where there are not supposed to be any high notes. Oh, yeah. well, the, well, that's okay. emotion, probably. I, I, no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's grandstanding. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I like how you're Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you're being Bobby Heenan to this point. That's okay. I. Because. Um, the thing I enjoyed watching at mm-hmm. this time was looking at the wrestlers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and do the, the you notice like something that was weird? I noticed someone pointed this out. Uh, there were all interesting people around interesting people, like Stephanie was. Like, people that were standing next to her, it was like Taz and Bradshaw, mm-hmm. and they're like looking out in the crowd and stuff. Like, is it possible they were maybe thinking that? there could be like someone trying to pull some shit well, at that arena. You, Do you remember it was a paranoid atmosphere. Well, that was oh, the yeah. first public,
3: that's what's important about it. It's not just the, this was the first mass gathering of people since that happened. I mean, the shock was that like, even the movie theater I worked at,
2: they were looking under the stadium for suspicious things. And it was like, this is a movie theater in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. I don't think on the list of, specific targets for the Taliban or Al-Qaeda, this would be out there. But nevertheless, everybody was. Every, and that's why like, I, I I, think that's totally legitimate that that was uh, what I thought was fascinating. Austin is way in the back. Debra's like doing and mm-hmm. and, and the rock is the one that I, I really like. If you look at the look on his face, that is like the most non-rock he's ever looked out there. Mm-hmm. He looks like just a guy. He looks like just Dwayne Johnson pre-Hollywood stardom, just a guy. Mm-hmm. It's, that was what was fascinating. Martin, what are your thoughts on watching at SmackDown, at least part of it?
4: Um, to this day, I still haven't watched all of it. Um, I mean, being so far away from the events in New York, we saw them, we consumed them, um, and we you know stood behind the US in its efforts. Um, but it just seemed so far away. Yeah. Um, I mean, I um, I understand the 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 paranoia because your you your nation was attacked. I mean, New York is the closest thing to a capital city the world gets, right? You know, for all of humanity. Um, so for that to be attacked was a devastating thing. Um, with us, life kind of went on. With us, it was July seventh, two
2: thousand five. That was Sorry. that's what I was going to mention next. It was the reverse then, because I know for you all. Um, that was an astounding event.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah, because um, that was that was our attack. Um, thankfully, not as tragic loss of life. But you, I, I, you were saying about you know the, the movie theater sweeping for explosives. I mean, my town is like ridiculously far away from London and is ridiculously tiny. But you sleep a little less soundly. Yeah. Because I, it it was it wasn't like an invading army it was the the face of modern warfare where it's not bombs and planes well it is bombs but it's not like missiles right. and planes right so I understand the, the, the paranoia surrounding it and good for WWE for having the stones I to try it.
2: yeah, yeah. I, um the thing, what's fascinating, is just like in two thousand and one, how it affected the product. What happened in two thousand and five? Certainly, at some point, we'll get to that down, way down the road. That changed uh, a, a very significant storyline in WWE at the time. Um, so it was interesting how what happens after you know the events of nine eleven in terms of the WWE storylines is. As sad as that is to say, like, oh, let's see, like, how, how does this affect our WWF storylines, this this attack that killed thousands of people and everything, blah. But um, it did, though. And it, mm-hmm. But really, one character. And it, it. I don't know, if, would you say it changed the trajectory completely of Kurt Angle, or do you think he was already on his way to where he's going to be tonight? I, he was already, uh, they, they were going to have the pay-per-view in Pittsburgh yeah. anyway. Right? Just, that, that's what made me, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a giveaway to me when I see that, oh, they're in his hometown, Oh, his whole family's here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't come to see him lose.
3: No. <laughs>
4: well, ah, but in, in the world of WWF, <clears> Yes. Traditionally, hometown guys lose.
3: Yeah. That is true. We've all seen Have the Miz seen dad non-reaction to Miz getting the shit killed out of him. <laughs> I here. <laughs> SummerSlam when uh, Brett beat Perfect and <laughs> Stu and Helen were in the crowd and, the and Alfred Hayes couldn't
2: get any English out of whatsoever. No. <laughs> Stu whatsoever. Back to you, gorilla! <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: this i think it, i don't think he would have had that because they made out with what's going to happen later on in the night like that was his first championship even though it wasn't right you know like this was i think ross's commentary was also
2: a huge giveaway mm-hmm. he gave, he was all on board in every indirect way telling you that kurt angle is going to win it felt like um, so let's dive into this Hunt, do you think it's weird that that smackdown isn't on the network
3: Oh, the one where we yeah. It's I weird. look. For, Why I put, isn't that on there? Though there's a lot of SmackDown because it's not that one's not just all year and that one's missing. At least there's several gaps. It seems to be just one a month. That's
2: true. It's just like I'm, like that's one of the more popular SmackDown yeah of absolutely. all time. And I had to go to YouTube on WWE's channel to it's watch weird. the opening. It's weird. It's almost treated like it's like the Insurrection pay per view or the Rebellion pay per view because like it's none like of the because the, the, the matches are just kind of makeshift. They don't necessarily fit into the storyline. Not necessarily. So. It is, uh, it's wild. So, of course, with the the, uh, the post-9-11 fervor in the air, we get, um, well, so about the, is the video pack? no, no, video package, a second. This, this, um, uh, 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 uh is by far one of the worst I have Thank ever seen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This made Lillian's performance for me so much more tolerable. Like, mm-hmm. cause, you know, I, I hate it when they take a song like that, an America song, and just completely do their own interpretation of it. And this was just way out of left field. Oh, yeah,
3: totally.
4: She was trying for vocal gymnastics, but missing every single vault. She yeah. was
3: literally going, well, these are definitely not my audience. I'm going to pick up some it, new
4: fans. Come on now, sing along.
3: It reminded me of Coming to America.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, remi-
3: it reminded me of,
2: um, what's it? Uh, uh, oh, i, I got to remember the way he, he says it. Remember the, the, it's one of the Eddie Murphy mm. played characters, the singer. Okay. Yeah. In the oh, church. Yeah. In the church. It's it's that <laughs> same type of just like is this like it felt it felt embarrassing. Yeah. And I'm not saying like I'm an American. No. I need my I need my America the beautiful. song I know like Willie mean. Nelson at WrestleMania 7. No, like uh, it, you know it you know it, <laughs> That's and, a good way to do it. But you yeah. know what like this isn't an isolated incident. They've done this throughout the years. They've gotten people who are probably like you know, and I know they say Broadway and all this stuff, but they get people you've never really heard of. Well, the pop stars this year at WrestleMania, that everybody's like, "Who?" Uh, and in yeah. the way that they don't always knock it out of the park. No, nope. the way they used to. Remember, like when they used to book like Aretha, Aretha, Aretha and Ray Charles, and you know, I said again, Willie Nelson. Like, yeah. I mean, it was good. He did a good, you know, uh, "America the Beautiful." Who did WrestleMania? It was Aretha. Yes, yeah. you know, she did. She was good. It's good, you know, like. They just—I know—I think it's that's a that's a cash thing probably. Like we can save some money by getting, you know, whoever this lady is—I forget her name, sadly. Yeah, they couldn't get Whitney Houston.
4: Oh, um, in uh, for this perfume, Jennifer Holliday. Oh, yes, thank you. That's it. That's it.
2: Well, but God dang, <laughs> we ain't gotta get hot about it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Fact check. I'll I just, seven. I just
4: called
2: her Gladys. Whoa, yeah. just like from the the Hulk Hogan Hulk. song. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so then we go to this video package, which looks like it's right out of a Ken Burns library, like it is nothing but still photos with a little bit of movement. Mm-hmm. I, I kind felt of like I was watching a raw recap of the pay per view. <laughs> yeah. You want to see got, the
4: f- nitro stills? Yeah, yeah. You want to see
3: the pay per view? You got to order it on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so um, it's like when Martin called. What do you call Unforgiven? What SummerSlam two? <laughs> yeah, SummerSlam two. Electric yeah. Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs>
2: The, the Austin, the Cerber Austin, though, is perfect. Yes, wow. You nailed that, Martin. That was absolutely perfect.
4: That, and it also reminds me, and this is accurate because it's 20 years since it came out, the Super Mario 64 title screen with the giant Mario head. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> I was like, this
2: looks so familiar. And, 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 and then the fact that this is going to be playing the entire pay-per-view if you're in the live audience.
4: What? Like, Every wrestler that comes out.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Keep <laughs> rolling.
4: Quintus on Austin's mouth. Uh, he's going to
2: destroy his own creation. He's, he's in his own storylines. <laughs> so, here we go. Let's kick it Kick it off. WWF Tag Team Titles and a, a Fatal 4... All right, so, is this a Fatal 4-Way? They never said elimination because I was like, uh, what was it? Because there is a difference. Mm-hmm. If you say oh, Fatal 4-Way, yeah. that implies, what, one fall? Or one is that fall. One to fall?
3: me, Fatal 4-Way means that's
2: it. Then, one. one fall. Okay, so... If if it's it would just be a four way tag match, mm-hmm. elimination four way eliminate I, I don't know how Martin can you I'm trying
4: be- to think how this would be worded in the SmackDown games <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
6: yeah,
2: because a
3: four corner tag match
2: regardless it's yeah. there there are four teams it's elimination style the champions are the Dudleys they're taking on the the Hurricane Lance Storm oh. the Hardy Boys and the Big Show and Spike Dudley Big Show I want to say ridiculously so over. over yeah <laughs> yeah. And I wanted him to come off that top rope. Yeah, oh,
5: I
4: did. Oh, God, yeah.
2: When, dude, when he well,
4: That's clo- something Shaw sure can do. He can. Exactly that's exactly why. Like, and
2: I don't remember him doing shit, it.
4: shit, but nobody was willing to take it. Right. I, mean, I don't
2: remember him doing it. If he them did them a, I mean, he could put a new spin on suicide dive because I don't know. If <laughs> the homicide <laughs> <it>. dive.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but homicide uh, Talk
2: about a squash match, am I right? Hey. <laughs> did you notice, though, like two things. When he closed line, I forget who it was. He's like, he he's he looks at somebody and he says, you fuck come, mother? he says come on motherfucker and he just wallops
5: I don't but know there's also
4: I think he I've got in my notes he um, twats Bubba Ray and then just says come on Bubba get you some
2: get you some <laughs> on the outside of the ring and, and then, <laughs> yeah. Bubba does Bubba kicks him so hard in the midsection yeah. that you could hear it
3: like Pulse through the TV. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is ridiculous. So Jr. is talking the hurricane up. He is not burying this guy, which you think with a superhero gimmick, he would be all over it. What Jr. said about him is it was a great
2: point. He's like, I think he's got a he's a young guy. He's got a lot of talent, and he's got some. He said something like he's got something that connects with our audience. Is like, yes, he does. Mm-hmm. He, I, and yeah. the he the. He's not now. even. And that's the crazy thing is. This isn't even like as over as he gets, but he's still for an initial debut when a lot of people would be skeptical. Not really, they're pretty and over with it. You're this. right. This, yeah, was,
4: this, th- this isn't even his final fault. No. no. <laughs> <This is> final.
2: <laughs>
3: but you're right, though. Like, this is before the real superhero craze mm-hmm. uh, that we have here in America now. Uh, and Well, yeah. not just superhero, but like, what's some, some up with New Day? Nerdy wrestling, like nerds and wrestling are oh, murdering. Wrestling. And oh, that, yeah. that would have been a, a big thing. But he and Lance Storm together. When I was younger, I was like, "Man, I, I don't like this." And then I was like, "This Hurricane is perfect." Hurricane Storm. Well, not just yeah, not, not <laughs> no, just Hurricane no, Storm. But the personalities. The- what? What was that Martin? Yeah.
4: It took me until today to realize just why right, Hurricane and Storm were together. I literally was walking around my house and just slapped my forehead and went, Oh, of course. But then-
2: <laughs> now I've got it. Uh, that is, the that is a long con joke. <laughs>
3: I just figured it out. It just took 15 years for it to land. So like, why are they together? I just imagine Martin sitting on the rocks, like that picture of Macho Man in the denim suit that everyone likes to go, just uh-huh. thinking of macho things. It's Martin just going... Oh yeah, there's a. My Stephanie. That's all of Macho Man in his full Canadian tuxedo. Yes. Yeah, yes. that one.
4: Yeah.
2: So, I this match is interesting because I think for the first two, all right, the first two falls, it's really good. There's a mm. lot of good action, yeah. a lot of quick tags. Yeah. But then once we get down to just the Dudleys and the Hardys, it goes to hell in a handbasket. Mm. Did you, you notice what Spike Dudley was
3: wearing? He was wearing the paper per view shirt, which is yep. That's the uh, that's the David Flair <laughs> But um, there's a the Dudley's almost kill Big Show. They do a double suplex, dude, to him, and he lands like he lands Kevin Nash powerbomb style. <laughs> on his I neck. was like, no, oh! yeah, <gasps> yeah. Um, but yeah, the
2: the Hardy seem to run out of gas mm-hmm. and then forget everything. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Matt looks like he's suddenly off on what yeah. they're doing, and then most notably Jeff, like. And Teddy Long, poor
3: Teddy has to, like, God, oh, sorry, play, i got to count this. He hasn't jumped <laughs> off the top rope yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a big section. I don't, if, Martin, did you notice the section where Kurt's family will be sitting is empty. Oh, yeah. really? This first part really? of the match. Oh, yes. getting to the Mellon Arena is not easy. Well, if you sure, gone through downtown Pittsburgh? You know, if my, I can say this, if, trying, mice, if your son was going to win the WWF World Heavyweight title,
2: I'd have left early. Um, i got to get myself a Permanings before I'm heading down to the Mallard
1: Arena. i got to get my sandwich with my meat, with my coleslaw, what? with my french fries. What? <laughs> and, uh... I,
2: I really liked how the match started with Jeff Hardy wearing a hat. He picked alternate oh costumes too. He is and, so lazy. And, <laughs> and Bubba Ray Dudley was not having it. He ripped that hat right off.
1: What do you think this is. Yeah.
2: And I really liked when the match came down to Spike versus Matt Hardy. And they made it seem
3: like Spike could get a pinfall over Matt, which I was like, no. no. They're not going to let Spike pin Matt Hardy. <laughs> not at all. Not the all crowd right. smelled that 3D coming, which was great. That was still was a good that, 3D. that was from outside of the <laughs> ring. Bubba runs, and you hear the crowd go, three. They extended uh, D. But it was a Bubba bomb for the finisher. Yeah, well, that's why I think there was something that was off. I don't know if Jeff
2: was supposed to do that. Oh, Jeff did uh, that a swan very swan dangerous swanton. That that Teddy Long people.
3: had to buy time. <laughs> Yeah, it's so, the good position. Because mm-hmm.
2: then, like, he goes over and does some business with Jeff, and it's like, well, let's just do a bubba bomb for the win, and that's it. So the Dudleys end up retaining, but, man, is it a clusterfuck of a finish. And it's crazy. Like, you'd think in the beginning is where you'd have these kind of things happen, not at the end. So this was uh, almost, I'd say, a halfway to three-quarters of a good match, and then just a pissant mm-hmm. fucking. Once Lance and Hurricane checked out, I'm out. I th- I did think when all four were in there, it was pretty good action.
3: Again, right. quick tags. It's it's a hot opener, but then like, ugh, it's Matt and Jeff are friends with Chain. Yeah, like he came from their school. So I know. Yeah, they're totally. probably very excited to get this kid over. Yeah. So, Martin, any final thoughts on it from your end? Um,
4: yeah, I'm with you. Um, normally, I hate these kind of multi-team matches because yeah. logic just disappears. <laughs> um, I really liked this up until. Um, Hurricane and Storm were out and Spike and Big Show I bought Spike and Big Show as a team
2: yeah, yeah. I, I think they I told the mutton mutton Jeff folks coming to the ring <laughs> uh. and
4: then as soon as that went out yeah the match just goes to hell and I I've seen Hardy's Dudley's it that that bit wasn't special I would have preferred one of the Perejas Increibles to uh, to to go through to the final
3: yeah,
2: yeah. I, it just got really long
3: and boring well, that, it was the Hardys and the Dudleys, and there wasn't Edge and Christian or a ladder in right. sight, and right. I think that's yeah. a big part that's of the problem. problem. Or a table.
4: Also, yeah, yeah Hardys were fucked, and JR uh, managed to insult everyone on commentary. <laughs> big Show wants a hot tag as much as he wants a double cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta
3: say, as a big man myself, that means he I really wanted that hot tag. tag.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Let's head
2: backstage. RVD looks lost. Doesn't oh, know where yeah. he's at. Um, until Stephanie finds him, and then it's Innuendo City that mm-hmm. we go to. And which RVD doesn't sell any. No. no. He, he didn't R-
5: get the script beforehand. <laughs> no.
2: I, I just like that he's like, I'm the whole damn,
3: damn show. That's I'm a just so cool. My, man. He's just like, no. Love my it. team, my is RVD is a one-man team. I just want the biggest dressing room. It's the best promo ever. <laughs> no. Stephanie's like, I can do anything. Anything. Can you get me a dressing
2: room? We never got the payoff for that. I was like, is he going to steal someone's
3: dressing room? I'd be awesome like, Austin's dresses. dressing room. Like,
2: that would have been perfect, but, because, yeah, but we been never been... get that. But no. but like this leads me to think, so is Steph going to come out with yet another guy? Uh, I know. I,
3: yeah. Well, we get more of that. But uh, also, the biggest dressing room in Pittsburgh is dressing room five? Yeah, five. <laughs> five. <laughs> Which she was... Literally two doors down from like, yeah oh
2: it's right there oh
3: perfect and it was just this weird setup for the Jericho yeah the Jericho thing. at least I was hoping Jericho would have been so, the one to opened the door yeah not show up behind her that's creepy that's like RVD might have been in there right like just like not they should have opened the door a little smoke
2: yeah no one gets higher
3: but than RVD hard. well not Frog
2: Splash. <laughs> So now we go to Michael Cole mm. at ringside. Oh God, these never go well with uh, the family angle. Yes, the family, angle. <laughs> like the family Stone. Yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> Old Karen's got the uh, the the the. What the she? Have? Oh, she got the breast cancer, right? Is that what? Because uh, oh, Diane Keaton, has Dian got yeah. the breast oh. cancer because they have to show it in the. It's there's breast that cancer right not there. Very good. Yep. <laughs> that oh, movie it's... was not bad. No. Well, All right, so.
3: Um, Move on. <laughs> I, there's not much. I, I love that his brother cannot hear Michael. What daughter. I got that I wrote that down because if you remember classic SNL for the news for the hard of hearing, all I pictured was Garrett Morris popping up going, "I said it's going to be an exciting night for the entire Angle family." Hmm. I love that. I dude. just like his name, Dave. Dave. It, it was, was Dave Angle. That's why I tweeted
2: he out. Gets, I was he, like, he gets. I remember the news later. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty Dave cool. He is. He is not there. No. he is not at that arena. That's...
4: <laughs> so now. In my notes, I've got Stu Hart levels of engagement. That's exactly what it reminded me <laughs> of. That little girl that shows Did up out of nowhere.
3: It? If you watch oh, the, the, little Michael, the little girl, of Michael Cole just turns and goes, uh, <laughs> <a> f- face. Face. <laughs> He seems so uninterested
2: to be there. Even my Michael Cole 2011 is showing in 2001 in this bit. His, <laughs> his, his t-shirt tucked oh in my. the jeans is still the most interesting thing. <laughs>
4: With the uh, the the blonde highlights. Yep, Sugar, oh, yeah. Ray, Sugar Cole.
2: Ray Cole. So, I-, I can't believe I'm about to say this. We get a video <laughs> no! for Raven versus Saturn.
3: Wow. <laughs> and what With is this what whole storyline of story feuds
4: and feuds going into this pay per view? No. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And there was a the murder. It's it's, it's <clears> all. There was a murder. They yeah. do a Fargo with Moppy. And a Mr. Bill all at
2: once. Yeah, it's hilarious. So, <laughs>
6: so it's
2: it's fascinating now that we've got Raven with Terry, which it, uh, just because it... If we, mm. we need to
5: put a little bit more salt and pepper on this <laughs> feud. We just just
2: get Terry in there. Oh yes, the, most the one thing I'll give pepper. this this match is that Jr. and Paul Heyman talk about the WCW, mm-hmm. the flock. Yeah, yeah, yep. and that's really that good cool because that's cool. cool. yeah, yeah. what I was
4: line, Did you ever watch Nitro? And Jr. just goes, "No, I was busy on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> money Monday. <laughs> money, money,
6: money. <laughs> ah!
2: <laughs> oh, they're barbs at one another. Like I, I'm, I, it's saddened to say. Like after November, we're not
3: going to get it anymore. But damn it, is it mm. just there's so a good one later up. on? Um, Perry Saturn takes that ch- uh, steel step shot right to the head, no protection whatsoever, yeah. just clunk. This match, like unfortunately, like it's it's pretty good work rate. I'd say from Saturn's end, like I love a
2: lot of the stuff he does. Raven, Suplexes are great. Raven looks like he's a lost headbanger yeah. in his outfit. I, I think that's a big that's detractor a for me. I hate to say that, but he because it, it's not like he didn't wear skirts before. I actually have a Raven ECW action figure that came with the skirt, mm-hmm. but he
3: always took the skirt off when he wrestled. Yeah. Like
2: there's just something about it. I, I just.
3: It, he was, tr- I mean, at least he was trying to separate himself, but it didn't work. One thing that was interesting is they bring up Perry Saturn's military service. Yeah. yeah. And for what we talked about a little bit ago, though. Uh, you would think they'd be all over that, and they're still talking about him being a goof, about yeah. him not being all there. It's like way to shove PTSD off to the side. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the match is. Uh,
2: I think it's a little overbooked. Oh, like yeah. there's too much stuff going on for for how short of amount of time the match is. Mm-hmm. We do get our first instance. This is I can't believe this is a motif over the night. A lot of people get hard ways over the eye yeah. or around the yeah. eye time. I have a oh, note later what? on? on. Jim like, Ross thinks I, I missed it, too, mm-hmm. a couple of times. I was like,
3: how did that happen?
2: The Jim. RVD one to Jericho is nasty. Yes. The yes. Edges is, is rough. Oh, yeah. yeah. But what happened? happened to Edge? Yeah. Because yeah. it was Edge. I, I couldn't see it. And, and both times it happens, JR goes, oh, he caught
3: him with yeah. that right. I have a note. I'm I'm J- like, Jim Ross thinks everyone's right hand uh. is made of knives. Edward Hand, Just the one.
1: I'll scissor
2: you right in the eye. <laughs> oh, don't
1: get the,
6: that one.
2: <laughs> my, I, I thought overall it's pretty nasty magic It's mm-hmm. very physical. It's
3: uh, it's almost to the point where it's just out of control. It's, it's the very definition of the word unpolished. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very well said. So. <laughs> this this would have been a perfect main event for Sunday Night Heat. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. exactly. This would have clean sweep. This did. could have been like your dark match going into this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or yeah, yeah into this pay per view. Saturn wins with that that twisting fisherman fuckbuster. I really that really a that good move. move. Life
4: just goes to hell. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, because the only other guy who did that, I think, was Canyon. Canyon did that. Once yeah, that, that, that was that Al Snow's it. move? The I snow
3: plow? What was the snow plow? Was well, the, the snow, snow plow, plow was
2: like, like a kind yeah, of a, a luck to you. Is uh, a, well, a you know, Michinoku, but here. Yeah. Or is it? I, it's somewhere between a this Michinoku and fingers. a brainbuster. Mm. Yeah. Well, somewhere your head would be Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: It was. Oh, what's the name of the move? What, um, someone in Japan used it. I think it's called Emerald Frozion That's it. Remember fusion, from, um, yeah. from
2: the games when you used to create wrestlers? That uh, was
4: one. Because I was
3: okay. always like,
4: what is, wait the fuck is wait, that? What? Preview. Burning yeah. Hammer? Yeah. Yeah,
2: they have some great I'm going to press up C on
5: that one. Falcon
2: <laughs> Arrow? Yeah, Falcon. These are like call signs for pilots. Like dirty <laughs> Harry villain. <laughs> so, but yeah, interesting... I, I I never thought that I'd see these two guys wrestle again, but not in this company. But I,
3: I don't think we will again either. So, also, <laughs> here, here it is: the invasion, and the last of the radicals standing is Perry Saturn. Yeah, that's, yeah that's
4: that's weird, isn't it? Yeah,
3: the two talented ones are hurt and fired. Yeah. I'd say Saturn was talented. Well, I mean, I, look, look they, at all four were, but just the. if we ever get to it, that ECW shit with him,
2: oh man, total yeah. elimination, <laughs> the best tag finisher ever.
4: <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> so now let's head. We're gonna head back. Okay, before we before oh. we move on, one thing I did enjoy about this match was Saturn's gear. What was he wearing? He was dressed as a magic eye puzzle. <laughs> If you look closely enough at his trunk, you'd eventually see a penis. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. Rings of 7 I'm never gonna <laughs> see the damn self. Oh, a penis. <laughs> wow. Oh, with the man? Zinger. Man. I, That's a uh, at Bunny you know, And I'm, Raven's uh, wearing the skirt. <laughs> <laughs>
4: what well, were they it's trying to tell, tell us? Sons spent most of ninety nine wearing a dress. That's
2: true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay. So. Let's head backstage. Christian talks Edge in a promo that uh, we finally have got. We finally pulled the trigger on this. We're going head-to-head. It's Christian and Edge. Um, of course, we saw in the build-up to this where coming off SummerSlam, it was, uh, you know, you know what happens at European title match? Christian doesn't win. Yeah. As much as he talked about it at SummerSlam, he doesn't win the doesn't next win. night on Raw. And then finally, they, and I love how they pull the trigger on this, in Toronto, in front of, yeah, <laughs> that's when Christian turns on him. This promo,
3: well, you know, it's not—it's not a Christian, you know, best, but you know, I gotta say though, if I was going to turn on my brother and ruin my family relationship, I'd hold out for a world heavyweight championship shot, not the intercontinental title shot,
2: and not an unforgiven. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Man, wow! That, do you need some more of that Red Bull? <laughs> actually, I do. I'm gonna put I, I'm, a shot of Jameson. How cool! How,
2: how cool is oh. it here? The Christian, the new Christian. Yeah, finally that. that song. Oh, I love this song. So this song, the pyro that comes with it, and with him yeah. actually singing along to it as he's walking down. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is the Christian I like. Yeah. The only thing missing is new attire. Yeah, new look. Yeah. Yeah. He looks. Still Edge Chrome.
4: Purple and red, just oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> something wrong with my contrast. The bit, <laughs> the the promo cups that they were showing where he's coming out in that furry jacket. At least that would have been something because then yeah. you're you you didn't do that Edge. Were like yeah, to try to be Edge would have been fine and turn into your own person. Um, but through this match, there's a guy really close to one of the mics that hates Edge. He is yelling. I say? turned it up. He is yelling. Fuck you, Edge. I fucking hate you. You are terrible. You are and terrible? It's like, it's very, very audible at the point. It's, uh, we, we do it pick, for the fans. Yeah. <laughs> Christian picks up Edge by like his hair and does like just like a butt slam. And then they both kind of turn and look out <laughs> of the corner of their eye <laughs> towards where this guy is. <laughs> it is. Uh, turn up. Turn. Put your surround sound on and turn up his street. Speaking treat. of music, Edge
2: gets, gets one thing. of his not often talked about. Rob Zombie thing. <laughs>
3: Did you ever see the clip of him showing up on stage with Rob Zombie? No. The oh. fans at that Rob Zombie show didn't have a clue who this was. <laughs> That's right. I do remember <laughs> that. And he's running around yes. doing his edge entrance like, on each end of the stage. And these people are like, they're well, the going to get that, that guy off the stage where he hurts Rob. They're going to eat him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so what are the lyrics? I've always, like, I've never really understood, like because I always tune out after the beginning, but... Sounds like my Durango <laughs> working nine to five.
5: Yeah, yeah
3: and my Durango summer ninety five. Something, something horror movie reference. Never gonna stop. Bullshit yet.
5: time tricks. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's Rob Zombie. You gonna? Are you really gonna break down the lyrics?
5: I, I,
2: it's just. It doesn't. It does. It just doesn't fit. Like,
5: yeah, it's like,
3: like how do you walk to this? Like
2: is this, it's not it's not dun, 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 yeah, dun, 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 It feels not like that. a pay-per-view theme versus yeah. a wrestler theme. But he has it for what, like you know? a year? He year does. and a half. He does carry this for a while. Martin, what did you think of? Because this isn't uh, once the Metalingus comes along, mm-hmm. that kind of you know solidifies the Edge you know theme music and everything. But what do you think of this theme for Edge?
4: I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not the most Rob Zombie fan anyway. Yeah. Um, purely because I can't understand a fucking word of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, it, just, it, it feels like they got the song for having the song's sake. It doesn't feel like entrance music. Yeah, right. I'm not against having licensed music for, for entrances, but it has to fit.
3: Right, yeah.
4: I mean Matli yeah. is superb and it's a Top mix. Five, man.
3: Yeah, it's not even it's it's at least a mix. Really <laughs> this literally
4: just put <laughs> Yeah uh, Like
3: you're just fucking ready when you hear that song. Oh, yeah. This We're they just Russell put Danny his You think you they know, they know me, bam. Oh yeah. And and you, you go to Edge <laughs> Where <are my> Durango? <laughs> <laughs> Mambo number five. Ooh. I was a white zombie man myself. Yeah. yeah, that would be awesome. That would have been a great for Booker T. One, two, three, four, five, five. you think you know
2: me. Um a couple more hard. A little bit of sunshine
6: in clearly we did not know you.
2: I don't know you at all, Edge. Um This is a pretty brutal match just because both guys hard way in Edge just knows he gets bro- I th- I'm sorry, Christian's knows I think it's broken. Like yeah. the term Buckle spot because it bleeds a little in the beginning. It's bleeding a lot more by the end of it. Mm -hmm. And Edge's eye, I don't. Again, I I don't. I didn't see it. He takes a a vicious hard way. Um, I don't understand the edge under the ring spot.
3: Why go under the ring if you're not going to come out with a weapon or somebody else? Yeah, it it, was Mick Foley down there. I I mean, mean, he could have went around the ring and and accomplished the same thing as Christian wasn't looking anywhere For a minute, I was like, "Wait, is Zack Ryder showing up this
4: early?" Um, the only thing I think of it was like some weird obscure tribute to the great Muta who used to do that shit.
2: Oh. Yeah, there you go. That, that uh, yep. I well, there we go. The we just damn just it. Well, maybe it. If, <laughs> maybe if Edge was still in his Brood character, like this might have worked a little better. Yeah, <laughs> it just seemed so out of place. Yeah, and it seemed like a, a wormy thing to do. Like, why would Edge have to do this? Christian, I can see he's a smaller yeah, guy. It just <clears throat> it felt just out of place in this match.
4: Either right. it was just bad booking, or Edge was doing that classic rec- wrestler trick of going under the ring to vomit. Oh,
2: that's true. That's a good oh. point. I d- oh,
4: Brett,
2: <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt because a lot of like that hair bump, that one you're talking about, that hair spot, mm. that never looks good. That no. looks like that hurts. Like, yeah, because even if not what
3: you okay? You put your hands up here, and they're really grabbing your hands. They're still picking you up yeah. by the. It still looks part of pretty Um... What did you guys think of the concerto kind of spot?
2: Like they, they they kind of go for the single concerto thing to kind of wrap this match up. So, right. Did Christian realize that he just couldn't beat Edge? And just, <laughs>
5: alright, fuck it, I'll just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: or or maybe, and this is really reaching, that he knew that he was kind of thinking of his head, like, well, maybe or the referee's gonna stop me. If I distract him or something like that, or you there's know, there's still or, another Ed, chair right some, here. like, you
3: know,
2: I don't know, it's giving away. <laughs> I tried that too. Like, I'm going to miss this on purpose just so that we can have some shenanigans right. I. <laughs> well. We go for a
3: low blow with the reverse end of the chair. So then
2: Edge goes for it himself, but then with the referee stoppage, allows for Christian to be able to hit him with a. Does he just hit him with a low blow? Hits him with a low blow with the chair. Yeah, he hits him with a low blow with a chair to steal the win. I wasn't that surprised. I, Anytime there's a brother versus brother match, the lesser brother usually wins. Either it's Owen and Brett, Jeff and Matt, and now it's Christian. I was shocked just because, like, if it makes sense because you give Christian this win so then Edge can build back and get the bigger win at the end. That mm-hmm. makes sense. I just didn't expect it based on where oh. Edge's trajectory was in this mid of the year going forward. <laughs> Ed, or, um, Martin, what did you think of... Uh, the finish did you see it coming or did you like it
4: uh, so, well sadly because I was watching on the network it has those little bubbles and I accidentally moused over and saw the end <laughs> I, almost,
5: I almost did that oh yeah. thing, yeah. I hit the right bumper
4: I knew the chairs would play into it somehow yeah Um, what? but a little blow with the chair is it's relatively it's new on me I can't remember too many of those I think it's a
2: good it's a good type of win for Christian he mm. couldn't win clean not at all that at would often, be yeah. awful um but I think I think it it definitely helps him like get kind of a kind of a at this point in time like with not discounting everything that's going forward mm-hmm. after. I wish it had been on a bigger you know. pay per view. You know, it's just like you are going to give him the victory over Edge a match that everyone wanted to see. Unless at a mediocre pay per view. Well, unless you're going to give Edge the bigger win at a bigger pay per view because mm-hmm. that means a little bit more. I don't know. I think right, they but have but Edge Summer doesn't SummerSlam. need it though. Well, I- Edge isn't going to go to main event status by beating Christian. Christian's going to go to, like, upper mid-card by beating Edge. Unless you're saying Edge wins a very big feud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because un- Unless you're going to go that route. But then again, obviously, things are going to get really messed up with up. poor Edge um,
3: coming up as we're heading into Is that. Is it third. the next night on Raw? Martin where Christian joins the alliance? We're talking I, would ima- I would imagine so. Because he talks about Grandma Edna's sick or something, and...
2: That's entertaining on commentary. What do you think Grandma Edna's pulling for here? <laughs>
3: well, clearly Edge, and they go up this whole... Yeah. Oh! oh, the, oh yeah, Edge was right the favorite. Edge yeah, is yeah.
4: Also, a... wonderful kayfabe shattering moment. Christian calls Edge a son of a bitch. Yeah. Thus, thus insulting his own kayfabe mother. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: maybe they're half-brothers. Mm. Maybe. They're Dudley's. That's they
4: the, the dark secret at the heart of whatever their surname family is. <laughs>
3: yeah. They don't have their the unnamed. Um. Christian Copeland. a <laughs> lot well, Christ- better than our brother Stewart.
2: The prolonged classic. <laughs> yeah. So now we head to a video package.
5: For Oh, um. oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
2: Okay, so Stephen Richards is trying to get revenge for what happened to Right to Censor, which... I had no idea Tigger killed him. Don't yeah. mind that, because <laughs> that's a legitimate reason to bring somebody back, like, after a period of time, like, trying to regroup. Mm-hmm. Although he looks jacked and with jet black hair. He doesn't look
3: like Stephen Richards. Yeah. At all. Because don't you notice, like, he His looks... His hair is blacker bigger. than the shirt yeah. that he's wearing. They it's... make jokes about that. He is just for men. <laughs> 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 Your beard is weird. My hair is black. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I transcribed the entire promo if one of you who does an excellent taker would like to read it. Because uh, The only part a, I wrote I mean, was
5: Eye of the Dragon. Oh man, there's... Fucking oh,
3: look. Firstly, like, can we talk about how he's he's
2: yeah. kind of bouncing? Come on, like, coach, come on come coach! Come on, coach! That's, that's part of it. Would, man. Would you like uh, to... Oh, start? God, no. no. I but Oh, but no, before... But the other part of that video package... Stevie's brought some backup. Some backup we haven't seen in some time.
3: And a very contradictory group of people to the right to censor. Right. You a guys named Chronic. Chronic is back. Both of the the, the original members of Chronic, It's getting creepy.
4: the idea of them getting in a ringer. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
2: it's Mike Awesome and a wig again. Is so. that Leaf Cassidy? Okay, so now <laughs> let's go to this taker promo because this is something. Right, I'll, I'll take a stab do at it. Do it, buddy. You, you do it great, all one. It starts right here, starts right right here right, with, right,
3: come on, right. coach.
5: Come on, coach.
2: Oh, these are stage directions. Okay.
5: <laughs> you see, you see, you, that's fine. Revenge, that's great. You see, I'm hot. I'm not hot because we got jumped and beat up the last two weeks. I can deal with that. We'll settle that score tonight. I'm hot that Steven Richards seems to be obsessed with reminding everyone that I got rid of the RTC. The people don't want to be reminded about that. They're trying to get. Trying to get to the... They're not trying to... I don't know what that says. Uh, yeah, okay, that's fine. He brings that's in... That's fine, Ad-
0: Kane.
5: Yeah. <laughs> he brings in Adams and Clark. Chronic hell hellbent on revenge. See, so he's got these two muscle-up statues. We've seen what they can do when they jump us from behind, but let's see what they can do when they have a look into the eye of the dragon. <laughs> Those muscles are fine. We'll take a muscle-bound man and drop his face in the sand. And that you can count on, coach.
3: Let's roll, brother. Kane doesn't say... Well, that shit is just like... Go yeah, back to talking me. about being dead. That's
6: insane.
3: <laughs> yeah, it,
4: that, that's weirdly homoerotic.
2: Yeah, it is. What's the funny is are like... Fine. I know like the, the often lampooned taker promo is the two bikes into the yeah. desert oh. with the big show... Oh, god. This.
4: Dark skin tie. Yeah. Oh my god.
2: Like Paul. this is another great AE podcast moment. The way this is, uh, I, I think somebody did kind of a video of this or an animation of this. It's really good. <laughs> but um, <laughs>
3: the, <laughs> this is what got Jericho in trouble for yeah, a few this, months too yeah. because he came out and called it boring and Taker's like, "The fuck you say?" This mm. promo is like a condensed version of that.
2: It's not quite as long, but man, is it bizarre. And uh, again, like I don't know, like
3: I guess. The way Taker, like, he's... He's banging on that American
2: flag. Because remember, like, at WrestleMania 19, like, he's, again, very big American... American, hence, I'm uh, mm-hmm. focusing on American badass. in that that show, too. This one, it's... Man, he is all about it. And, um, it's still weird to see them with those WCW tag titles. You know yeah. what I mean? Like... Yeah. That's why I think I, I was reading, um, I think it was Russell crap when they, uh when you look at the little thing where it shows Undertaker and Kane WWE Tag Champions the way that little card looks or that that super looks at the bottom it looks like create a mode on a wrestling game it doesn't even look real that this is possible so it's
4: it's one of those is this real life moments
2: so (laughs) yes this match is often talked about as being one of the worst of all time like I mean up there with you name it I'm serious like People look at this match not just as one of the worst of all time; it's a, almost a blemish on Undertaker's career. Mm-hmm. Now I say that because when we talk about this, I just want to get some reactions out of this. So, um, are you gonna The thing that's did you notice for the just for the entrance? Thankfully, we got rolling back as mm-hmm. opposed to did you notice now we're not even going to give Kane any of the music. Or we'll just do the fire and then let's rolling, get to, rolling, rolling. I dare say this is the most over part of this of their run is their entrance mm-hmm. because. As we see with the match, there's not a lot to Brothers of Destruction match at this point in time. Nope. Just a lot of destruction.
5: They're not tag team wrestlers.
2: No. No. They're just not. So, let's just go around with it. Jason, start with
3: your reaction to this match. because I thought it was interesting that uh, Brian Clark went back to the crush haircut. He's got the mullet. Um, Brian Adams sorry Brian Adams that's okay uh, it's,
2: everything we do we do it for right. the fans that's right oh, <laughs> well, there we go uh,
4: there's... oh please God that's a t-shirt yes. <laughs> as Brian it is. Adams as Brian Adams <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a CD cover and then everything we do we do it for the fans oh my god that's amazing uh,
3: another thing that we've got is there's clearly bad camera work but you can't say camera work because this is supposed to wrestling in the ring can happen without a camera taker is waffing the hell out of these guys not coming anywhere close yeah this is another they're... there's taker and kane never look like they're in trouble and these guys are huge right okay That's... charlie uh, uh, um get some words
2: in on this yeah so brian clark uh he does a lot of these athletic things. I yes. think he's such an anomaly to me because he's, he's, he, he's obviously very flexible, very athletic. But he's the most flexibly athletic statue of a wrestler. Because when he's doing offensive moves, it, it looks pretty impressive for the most part. Yeah. But when he has moves done to him, he hardly reacts. He doesn't sell. He, he barely acknowledges that the move even happens. Uh, the, the match just, like, the thing that's, I, I wouldn't say it's one of the worst matches ever, right, but I definitely I think it's a bad match. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what really stuck out to me as for being bad is the selling. Like, Taker at one point grabs Brian Adams and throws him into the post on the outside, and, well, well alright, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of awkward. I think, if, if anything, Brian Adams is the weak link that hurts this match twice. Yeah. Brian Clark is At somewhat serviceable. Mm-hmm. Although his one weird move where he throws Kane into the... The leg move. Where yeah. his ass hits him in the face. It's yeah. like
4: it's like his thigh.
2: Yeah. All right, so Martin, go ahead and give us some thoughts on this match from your
4: end. Yeah, I, I so wanted to love this. Yeah. I did too. Uh-huh. Um, way back when, hearing that Undertaker and Kane were going to fight Chronic. This is one of those, back at SummerSlam, I talked about little bits of the invasion that should have been amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's fucking terrible. Just everyone is either disinterested, well, he's either just not talented enough for this kind of thing to work, or in the case of The Undertaker, clearly could not give a fuck. Right. Right. Um, uh, this is this yeah. is coming as like undertaker is my favorite pro wrestler of all time he's fucking terrible here and it's not because he it wasn't carrying injuries and i thought he just doesn't give a fuck yep he
2: and and i and i wonder stuff. if it's if it's um if it's from the get go form or if it's something he realizes that you know these guys just aren't and what's weird is like all right I'm pretty sure Undertaker and Brian Adams were cool. BSK but. man. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. So
2: I, I don't know why I read that they weren't cool going into this match. I don't. I that that's something that I can't get a, a firm grip on. Is what their relationship was. I can tell you where it was afterwards. Obviously, was that it was not very good because both it was said that Undertaker and Kane were very upset over this which, match. Yes. Um, and. Uh, it, it, regrettably, it's like as bad as Brian Clark. Is Brian Adams just looks so juiced out of his mind? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he's just like he has he, a
1: vein he, on his
2: thigh. Does he? All right. <laughs> do you think it's he's just not in shape to go? Do you think he's inebriated? Because I it it wouldn't have been a surprise. I'm not saying that's a strike against Nestor. Because a lot of guys were out of their mind on something. But yeah. he looks really out of sorts. And it seems to me like a lot of the, the the worst spots
3: in this match involve him. Is that safe to say? I mean maybe he's Possibly. mad about getting murdered in that Indian video movie that the Undertaker did where he killed like he actually killed Brussels. Oh, yes. I think you tweeted that like years ago. Yeah. Uh, there's a uh, I think too though is this Brian and Clark, they at no point building up to this have they ever they they didn't look like killers. They're just jumping everybody from the back. You right. didn't get to see the Chronic that was in WCW for that brief period of time, and then they're going to show up in Job again. They might have just been pissed and half-assing it too. Yeah, I see.
4: It, perhaps I, perhaps I, everybody just didn't want to do this. Yeah. Perhaps you know Chronic found out what the booking was and didn't, you know, just didn't want to go. For the Taker pro- take probably felt yeah. that this was all beneath him.
2: Another thing I read that was weird, and I don't know if any of you guys have caught this: that both guys, both Chronic guys, were like had. Um, different circumstance of, co- of course, but not really good health wise coming into this match. I think Brian Clark had been in a car accident, mm. very uh, close to this match, um, and that there were, And I forget the thing with Brian Adams. I mean, sadly, I think he's dead within a couple years after this, if I'm not mistaken. You know, right? uh,
4: Adams dies in 2008.
2: Hey, yeah, you no, know, so ah. never mind. So he did okay, mm. but
4: uh, he tries a boxing career.
2: That's right. Okay, thank you, Martin. I appreciate because I can't. I, there are a couple of these guys I know that are about to pass on in the next couple of years, and I forget yeah, which ones Warren are which. Mark dead? I
4: don't even I think know. they're both. Uh, no, no, he's still very much uh, alive. Yeah, um, he, I saw him the other day. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. It's, I, I thought that's how you were going to say it, Martin. <laughs> you know, like around about Rumble time. Apparently, he's still in like good shape, so it could be like the surprise. You know, Adam Bomb could be. If he the came back as Adam, Adam Bomb, I'd mark out.
2: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think people saw because I think I like that, that character. Yeah, I did. It's, uh, I don't think, though, like, as bad as it seems, and I even saw, like, people that were tweeting at us about, oh, God, skip it, or whatever, and say, like, no, I don't think it's that bad. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's quite that level of bad. It's not Giant Gonzalez, Undertaker, WrestleMania. Now, bad. that no, no. is a it's blemish bad. on the career.
4: It's not it what, there's also that um, ECW triple threat, Sandman, Carino, and Just Incredible. There you go. Like Sandman is completely... Massacre attacked. on 34th Street. Yeah. Wow,
2: I remember that match. I, match. I, I equate this match to the movie Geely. Um, that movie is... And the reason I say that is that's a movie that, from the get-go, was a, from a series of probably critical reviews from a screening, everybody just lashed on was like, yep, I got a negative one-liner for it, and it cascaded into just a... Mm-hmm. A sea of just un—I mean, unmatched negativity at the time. Like it was made out to be Ishtar level bad, everything Ooh. bad. But then, like when people actually saw it, they're like, you know, it's bad, but you know, it's not like I hate my life forever type right. of bad or something like that. And that reminds me of this match. Like this match is—you know—obviously, it's not going to be in our top ten no. <laughs> matches of the year. But I don't even know if it would be in the—I don't know if I would necessarily even put it in the bottom ten. I like more than
5: Saturn and Raven. Yeah, Yeah, I I,
2: know what's weird is like I think in our WWF run from WrestleMania 17 on, I'm pretty sure at some point we've run into a match that we've disliked more than this that we thought was worse than this. I think we did. Um,
3: I think it was like the Raven, uh, Stephen Regal match. Maybe, yeah. Because that was just boring. Yeah. But like that's part of my thing with this is Chronic just, then they're gone. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Well,
2: I think they try to send Clark to developmental. I don't think Adams had any desire to do. Cause and in a way, I, I understand his ego is probably, like, you know, I was. Dude, I was in demolition. Yeah, I, and like, I mean, he had a fairly significant feud with Doink when he was. Um, yeah, WrestleMania nine, somewhere around yeah. the yeah. jailbird Crush? Yeah, Um Kona crush, Kona yeah. Krush, but Kona then he Krush. went Doa, mm-hmm. and and you know, so I mean, this is a guy who hung around for quite a long time in various roles in WO. Yeah, well, uh, might, but in WO. Yeah, I mean,
4: well, I, uh, upon his passing, um, Fighting Spirit magazine. Um, did a like a, a career retrospective, and he was like, "Oh, what's the Woody Allen movie about the like nondescript guy who see you know, just happens to be, in, you know, involved in or around like h- historical events? Is he? Oh yeah, Ziegler or something like that.
2: This is one of his movies oh. from the seventies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember that movie. Um, the- Zelig. That's it. It's it's Zelig. Yeah, um, Zelig.
4: Brian Adams was like the. The wrestling equivalent of that. He was there for the NWO. He was there for the Attitude Era. He was there yeah for part of the job, original Nation. Job. Yeah, he was
6: part he, of the original. He's nation. one of the
2: guys who left because of the Montreal Screwjob. Yeah. Yeah. He was the guy who had a lot of principles. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like that. I mean, that that, that was a big deal um, when that when that happened. You know, there were a couple guys. Uh, Taker wins this match for the team with a choke slam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how you know this is not going. And away. afterwards, you notice like the way he just kind of stands in the ring, like it's almost like he's he's. Quietly without doing it like without saying it apologizing in the crowd, just the way he looks mm-hmm. and does he, He's disappointed in himself, Tig. Disappointed,
3: yes. Boy, there's a so uh, But Sorry. uh there's a <laughs> the thing what's another interesting part is you get the Steven Richards spot, which is good because after that, I mean Steven's selling it, the crowd is finally a little back up, he does that back off from taker, bumps into Kane, and then they choke slam him, but you would think your manager is getting ready to get murdered by the two faces, the heel team would. They're gone. I mean, they're completely yeah. gone from ringside. They're like, fuck it. Yeah. And that's why I was like, yeah. The thing that's a shame is we never got Chronic
2: versus APA.
4: Oh, that right. would
2: have been the dream match. And the only reason yeah. I say it is because that's what they were ripping off And yep, they did it in right. WCW. Yeah, we never got it. If,
4: if Chronic was staying around, if this hadn't been like the shit show it was, um that could have been a, a, a way around it like well we, we were only paid by Richards we you know we didn't care mm-hmm. right
2: yeah I mean some it's it's just a shame it's a shame that you know we, we didn't get more because I think they, they could have been something interesting because what's crazy is I taker must have had a hand in them coming in and the reason I say is their their contract from Turner was not picked up at the buyout mm-hmm. so they were cut loose completely cut loose so then they were brought back. And the only reason, the only reason I can think they were brought back was that Taker went out on a limb for him. I think that's why he's probably the most pissed. Was that he went out on a limb to get Adam? Yeah, and I mean, you know, um, Taker though is going to be moving into some much better territory very soon. So, Kane, did Kane look a little out of shape to you guys compared to
3: when he went off the top rope? He looked up.
2: Yeah, like remember early in the year Royal Rumble like. He is as like jacked as he ever will He was will still be. jacked
3: at the King of the Ring tag match.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, I don't know. I, those are something else the I noticed. big red part. velvet cake. But he's always so <laughs> expendable <at> the, <laughs> in the WWF. One thing I really liked was Taker uh, locking in the arm bar. Oh, yeah. Which, the way he did it, I was like, prophecy? <laughs> <laughs> I like seeing technical Taker. <laughs> Undertaker as Brett the Hitman. Oh, oh. sorry, I'm uh, just gonna do a Dragon Sleep. <laughs> uh, after this match, we get a um, uh, a plug for the Red Cross. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that they didn't get rid of that because they do that. They used to do that sometimes on Coliseum mm-hmm. Home Video. You know, like this number is no longer active or whatever. No, they mm-hmm. let that shit up. Yeah, and I really like that. It's still the Red Cross's website, I believe. Right, mm-hmm. but it's
3: fun. Jim Ross is like. Um, He's like, folks. The people, the victims of Tuesday's events need help. Those folks need help. The Red Cross needs help, and Stephen Richards needs help now. Which, <laughs> by, the way, <laughs> which by the way, by the way, do you remember his spot where he like he doesn't realize Kane's behind him? He's like,
2: oh no! Yeah. It's like he shit his pants. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so good. Backstage, Booker, Booker T, Shane, and Taz. Taz. <laughs> um, this Booker is wearing a WCW oh. shirt.
4: It's so <laughs> weird. That's so tragic.
2: <laughs> this Booker and Shane stuff is really weird tonight like if, you think they'd have a better chemistry and I and if it it think it made me
3: feel like they're setting up something yeah but then they don't at all pay it off because there's like two splits teased right here. Yes Stephanie beat the rock. imagine if you two can't beat the rock right And then when Booker leaves and Shane starts talking about Shane McMahon, WCW champion. Which uh, we can all say probably not the most ludicrous WCW
2: champion of all time if that yep. would have happened. I think they should have done it. Oh it would have been awesome. Anyway alright we still are backstage. Stephanie thinks she's talking RVD outside of train. or oh, was it tra- uh, locker room 5? Locker five? room number five. 5 or dressing room 5.
5: Locker room number 5. I was thinking
2: of love potion number 9. <laughs> love potion
5: number 9. <laughs> Smoke out room number but
2: 5. But Y2J is standing behind her. And um, he wishes her the best of luck. Mm-hmm. JR loses it on that <laughs>
5: one.
3: <laughs> that is funny. I have never had Jericho. God dang. There's a card. Passion team <laughs> From Sonic. You can take
4: the king out of the WWF, so but you can't quite <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ellen, it's another bad one. How old are you going to be? 38? And she goes, no, 25. I didn't ask how many guys you slept with this week. Like Jesus, Man, they just—it's it, it never is never ending. But Steph is even pouring it out on Rob Van Damme Oh, anything! I want this birthday to be pleasurable. Like, come but on! But you know what? Even looking at her,
2: I don't think she's comfortable saying that. No, she no, doesn't. because There, there are other women that have used, have had to do this type of innuendos that go all in with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Probably because her dad's right behind the counter going, "Yeah, yeah. give me more." Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I didn't pay for You want to keep tits. your job, Steph? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't pay for those tits to not look at them. I'm <laughs> going suck it down. It's not going to suck itself, Steph. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh. Martin, you no, guys, th- do you have a grotesque? That
2: was a fucking storyline that he wanted to do. He it, wanted to do a fucking instance. incest storyline with Stephanie. I just found that out like a week ago. Uh, like, my God. What year? This is like... <laughs> uh, <'cause, laughs> Uh, he probably is. Try- the- he's all the- all the-
3: he's, <laughs> wait, he's like, the only way to keep Shane from taking over is if I inbreed with Stephanie and oh we have a super baby. But luckily, she said no to it. Jeez. Oh, thank God.
1: Thank God.
3: So
2: now uh, we head to the ring. Hardcore title on the line. RVD defending against Y2J Chris Jericho. Uh-huh. This is a ballbuster of a match. This is one of the. F- um, this doesn't happen very often in 01 where you really have a true split crowd. Mm hmm. Like you do today. I've never heard the chanting of one wrestler at the exact same time as the chanting of another It was wrestler. cool as their three-letter. Right. The R- R- RBD, R-B-D Y2. versus Y2J. So this is... And, and it made me think of their 2013 match, which, which was... Is still my favorite of their matches. It, I, <laughs> these guys, their chemistry together is out, like, out of this world. You know what I mean? Oh, Martin, yeah. would you agree? Are you a big fan of this one?
4: Yeah, actually. Um still prefer like last month's RVD Jeff Hardy match but this this is exceptionally good it's quite brutal Mm -hmm. it it takes it's
2: a tease like they don't quite go to weapons and stuff for a while takes about a good seven minutes it feels like
3: before they actually go to it's more of a no count out out match than a hardcore match like Mm -hmm. last month we had the hardcore ladder match which really was just a ladder match with some weapons, and this month it's a hardcore match that really only has a ladder and a chair. Jr. goes right back to his classic. I mean, the,
2: I hate it when Jr. did this. He would do this in '98 a lot. He's like, "How can he learn? How can he learn to fall like that?" Huh? Oh, yeah. Somebody at home
5: probably thinking, "There's probably some jack
2: off at home." <laughs> <laughs> just say it. Yeah, yeah. He would just so routinely do. Although this. I will say. RVD landed on that ladder a hell of a lot better than Chris Jericho did. Yeah. RVD was able to get his legs back so fast. It didn't look that bad, but Jericho just flat out took it right on the kidneys. what do you <laughs> think of the. We did a. Re, uh, we redid. We redid a couple of the Benoit Jericho spots. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I did not remember the fucking walls of Jericho on top of the ladder. A little. All right. So I think the camera work was better to not necessarily give it away. Like the Benoit the wall one. was aimed at the other. You know what yeah. I mean? They did it. They tried. You, you can still, still, if you're looking for it, you're going to see it. Yeah. The Benoit one is far worse. Right. In well, terms of... Like, what was it? Jericho locked in an armbar that looked, which is hilarious. Hey, that, I have a number three of the foot hold it looked great. And then RVD gets to the ropes, and then Tim White audibly starts yelling for him to break the mm-hmm. hold. I'm like, what the hell? And then RVD get, is out of the ring, but he's still got the armbar on, and Tim White just kind of... Well, he's out of the ring now, so I guess we can resume this fall. <laughs> and oh god, there's this weird back and forth where RVD and Jericho are doing the, you know, the catch as catch can wrestling. And RVD literally like has Jericho like this on the ground with Jericho's shoulders on RVD's thighs and Tim yeah. White just well, whatever and he yeah. starts counting it. Yeah. Like there's
3: nothing. What are you counting? Well, his shoulders were down. No,
2: they weren't. <laughs> they were on his thighs. <laughs> what, all right, RVD eats the Benoit chairs. I'll mm-hmm. say, like, um, it's not quite yeah. as brutal looking no, as the Benoit puts one, his hands up. but it's right. still like there's still a couple more just absolutely well, brutal. The way Jericho positions the chair for the Van Daminator just looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah. He swings at Steph and, oh, shit, RVD's going to try to... Van Damme yeah. and everybody got to turn the he chair He didn't do himself around. any favors because he looks oh, and, like... he really gets it, though. Because yeah. oh, he, he grabs his jaw yeah. afterwards, like, in, in a way that looks like, fuck, fuck. fuck. Let's talk about... Because he is... man. I think he's wrestler number... Is he number four that gets the hard way over the eye? At this point, we've had... The kick. S- we've yeah. had Saturn. We've had Edge. So he's... A, Christian started Starts bleeding from his, the his mouth his, at yeah. some point. All right, so we'll go in we'll uh, yeah, so he's the next one and it's off one of those vicious roundhouse kicks that yeah. you hear the Triple H complained about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the um,
2: buckles. But um th- that's the only thing that's kind of sad is that they
3: needed the step thing oh to close God. this match. And yeah, uh, nope. well, I mean yeah. to, I guess to logically get it to end because these two were just countering each other left and right, yeah, with it's all true. their big spots. And if true. he would have hit her, if that would have been missed time, because he would the shit, out of it. he went for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? um, RBD needs help though to beat Chris Scher.
2: It's Kind of, yeah. It that's the only thing that kind of taints it, but that you know take that out of it because that's that's wrestling. I get it. You got to advance storylines or whatever. This is an amazing match. This yes. is probably I'd say four stars. Out three and a half or four yeah I, it's yeah. easily like uh, another one that I would say dare enters our conversation at some point if you're gonna rank the best matches of the year this RVD, man. he's so fucking good and he's so over at this point yep. Martin go ahead and give some, some final thoughts on this one too
4: just yeah uh, it's amazing how quickly RVD became over with the WWF crowd yeah it's like as soon as he walked in the building that was it yeah yeah mm-hmm. From day oh. one,
2: because remember, remember when that first run in that they did where he is in the ECW shirt and the cutoffs and he delivers first of all one of those kick those top rope like kicks to the head yeah and then the the frog splash of course it's from minute one and you just wonder what they're thinking at this point and it, and people can talk about the stubborn booking in twenty fourteen and twenty fifteen they were stubborn booking in two thousand one because everybody is. Oh, everybody's all over this guy they love him to death yeah. and they like, the one guy who got me a root against Austin <laughs> you got oh, that right one. I yeah. can't wait till we get to the next month for right. that because yeah. that's going to be interesting yeah. to look at but is this do you think this is the best match on the uh, card? Um, yeah I do I mean I, 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 I think I'd give it over the main event just yeah. slightly because the prop like I compare Austin and, and Angle is probably like it's like Undertaker and uh, Michaels too their oh. SummerSlam is much better
4: oh, than than, okay. than Unforgiven, I'd say. Um, the, just one last thing on this RVD Jericho match: when Jericho takes the drop toe hold and falls onto the ladder oh. you know, as he charges RVD holding it, his head goes all kinds of unnatural ways when yeah. you watch that replay. Yeah, it oh, hits bad. the ladder; it snaps one way. I'm amazed that man's still alive after that. This yeah. the
3: ladder hit the rope. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's where he cut. Is that where he got cut? No. Or, no, that was from He had already been no cut. No, it just got cut from a kick. Uh-oh. Yeah. And then this was like insult to injury.
2: <laughs> um, so now, this is what's sad. It's like when you come off of a match like this, because this happened last pay per view too. Now we're going to head into, you know, which, you know, it should be a bigger. Um, Much bigger deal. But it's not. It's a video package for Rock and Booker 2 at this point. Um,. In fact, as well, I should say, it's Rock versus Booker versus Shane is the proper um, classification of it. But uh, this just, uh, it, when you compare this match to what we just saw, and granted, the stuff thing wasn't needed, but this is an overbooked fuck fest. A yeah. lot. Man oh man. Everything happens and yet nothing happens. Mm-hmm. I do like that Heyman gives a good rundown of Shane's like highlights yeah. on pay-per-view and just like, his bumps in I, general. See, that's the guy I feel the worst for is Shane. Yeah. He's had an amazing run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really That's happens. why
3: he should have he should have gotten he the belt. He probably should have won the and, title. and
2: this is again like he does the belt shot to Booker and it, it just keeps feeling like they're teasing a, a, already a Fisher between the two, but yeah it doesn't seem to the the biggest problem for me is not just necessarily test for whatever reason, needing to get involved, APA to run them off. Nick Patrick just doesn't fully commit to being heel ref from the start.
1: Yeah. He, yeah.
2: he meanders with it. He kind
4: of embraces it. and He's, it, he's not evil referee, Nick Patrick. He's bad referee. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He's That's corrupt. What? Not he is exactly is as Bret Hart described him.
6: <laughs>
2: yeah, it's just like, uh, uh, you know, I, I. And then Mike Kyoto gets, I mean, I've never really seen him attack another referee before or really anybody. Yeah. So that, I mean, that was cool. That's how I imagine he hits his wife. And
3: again, <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> me, I, so that was always my theory. The way he would pound on the mat, I'm like,
2: Jesus.
3: One! Oh. 2 uh! I'm like, oh my God. Did, but he never wore gloves glove to keep Vaseline so when he hit her, he didn't leave a bruise. My? Like Curly from Mice and Men. But, um, yeah, see, I brought it Nice today. one, nice yeah. one. But, uh,
1: you like Steinbeck? <laughs> uh,
3: what I think is a big part of this is a lot like it goes to show what you said the referee match should have not been at the beginning of Invasion it should oh, have been at the end. Same, yeah because
2: you know one thing I was hoping for is that Charles Robinson would come out and be a face Alliance ref because you notice how he's been like a relatively like neutral ref like mm-hmm. as a ref should be during
3: Alliance matches or whatnot he just comes out in a shirt with both like all three logos merged into one <laughs> I'm team everybody.
4: Yeah. The, the WWE <laughs> <Yeah>. The greatest. <laughs> My God. <laughs>
2: but um, Booker, ends, or Booker ends up eating the rock bottom
3: for Lou. How? You just tried that move and you saw them counter it. Not a second. It's not like down the match, he's right. taking some extra hits. There, you go for the book end, the rock elbows you in the head twice. You let go, he puts you in the rock bottom, you let him do it. it Doesn't make any sense. But you guys, did you think the crowd? Because this is
2: one of those cases where you come off a match like Jericho and RVD, which really like is, it's a that is a Pittsburgh wrestling match because it's it's a good, it's good solid wrestling. Then you have this, which is like what unfortunately people sometimes associate with wrestling with all the kind of the the bad theatrics and Mm -hmm. way overbooked stuff.
4: Hashtag shenanigans. (laughs) I wrote shenanigans.
2: Oh, did did Mm -hmm. you think they? How do you think they react to it? Because obviously everyone loves The Rock. That's a given. They react but... to the spots. Like, yeah. oh, The People's Elbow. Hey, we know that one. <laughs> you know, when Shane goes for The People's Elbow, everyone, no no one really reacts negatively to it. They yeah. just don't react. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I think, I like The Rock. I really like Booker T. I don't think they have chemistry at no. all. No. I don't think they work together. My favorite thing that they do together is when The Rock covers Booker T and hooks his leg. For some reason, that always looks good. The way Booker's like leg like, drapes over his arm. Like, that's it. Because <laughs> and I, and, I, I was thinking about this watching it. Booker is older than The Rock, right? He's clearly been in the business a lot longer. By, by at least long. five... Uh, I'd t- say ten years. Ten yeah. yeah. So, and usually the heel leads the match. That's mm-hmm. usually what we've heard when it comes to a pro wrestling match is your heel or your veteran mm-hmm. is going to lead the match. In this case, Booker is both. And yet it never... it. Uh, it feels like The Rock is the one booking the match because it's booked to make him just look like, like fantastic. Yes. The beat changes. Yeah,
4: he, he looks like an absolute beast. Yeah, it's
2: the beat changes in the match seem to be dictated by whenever Shane decides to go in the ring. All right, now that now it's going to change a little bit, only because Shane just came in and left again. This feels like Rock's like uh, come, like his comeuppance for WrestleMania 17 because it looks like a lot of the same crap. That was happening to the Rock in that match. He, but he counters, finds a way to beat it. He counters the bookend the same way Austin used to counter the Rock Bottom. Yeah, right, with the elbows. Yeah. And the he takes a belt shot. He's got the 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 heel authority figure working against him. He's now we've got the referee working against him. Yet he, he triumphs overall, and he he's still bringing Pass test. We,
3: test looks huge. Tess yeah. oh, test yeah. comes out, test oh, looks God, a lot he bigger. Does, than he looks juiced He t- out Cannot of his pass the test. No, is what he looks like right no. here. No. Drug test. And this I just, drug test. I did not,
2: I kept wondering, like, what is, like... What's the are, end game? Are we supposed to get now? Are we building towards tests and Rock? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny to say, not, but... I but it, but then Bradshaw's out there, so I'm like, or, it, it's yeah. an element that just didn't need to be there no. at all, but...
4: It's like they, they had four or five different scenarios for this match, could not decide which one they were going to use for so the finish. All of them. And then thought, "Fuck it, just use all of them. Fire everything. Fire, fire everything. fire
2: everything. Exactly. And
4: it and all it succeeded in doing is making Booker T look ineffectual. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And Shane looked like a complete idiot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So you know, um, thankfully, I we're moving on from this because I've already you guys know what next month who Rock faces right? No, it's Jericho. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah, yeah it's start now. We got to start moving the road toward, to because this is the yeah. feud. This is this is actually a really good Y2J feud because he talks about this in his book how they had amazing chemistry together it at is? least on the mic, um, as well as in the ring. So at least Rock is going to a better because it's not to it's not to shit on the Rock because Rock is a, a, an amazing performer. As I've said before, I think Hell arguably the best at maybe the best pure athlete. Aside from my, so like Billy Gunn
3: or any of the other people that they name, <laughs> the uh, uh, Randy yeah. Orton is just uh, Randy Orton is tough to beat, man. Yeah. In yeah. terms of an athlete,
2: yeah.
4: R- Randy Orton is just like the wrestler. He's like the prototypical, the smoothest wrestler. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Yeah.
2: And and like realistically brutal, mm. but sadly just doesn't like it, uh, persona wise. It's not very interesting. He's mm-hmm. interesting. Randy Borton. That's what we. Used to when want. he's a face, you got to <laughs> do something hot with him in two weeks, otherwise he's dead. Yep. It's a short, very short, short time period. But again, for The Rock to at this point in time, because he's still, he's so, this is probably his best overall run as these two years of 2000, 2001. It's good to see him moving on to something. And it's good to see that it'll be with Jericho. Um, so now we go backstage. Regal is with Tajiri,
6: yeah. our
2: U.S. champion, by the way. Who yeah, is, that's. Wow. Came as a surprise. <laughs> I don't remember that. And yeah. Tori Wilson's with him. Wow. <laughs> Tajiri has player. everything.
6: In his hands.
2: <laughs> all right, I want to bring up something funny. All right, so uh, Coach was just on Cheap Heat a couple weeks ago. Mm. talking about the ESPN. He was, you know, uh, they, um, he was talking about the ESPN, WWF, all that kind of crossover stuff. And he was talking about back in the day, like, you know, working. He worked, remember, a tag match. He actually was a tag champ for a day because he was a fill-in with Regal against Tajiri and somebody. And he was they were talking about the match facts age, and Coach jokingly said, well, you know, I just want to be able to get my shit in.
6: And, <laughs> and Tajiri, Tajiri
2: looks at him and goes,
1: you have shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's that great,
3: awesome. Just a good. I just love hearing that. I, so I Mister Tajiri. Yeah, I so, know. And here's all right. So more like, where did Tori and Tajiri come from? You know, it's like I think like the the thing with Tori and they tease it through this
2: match is is she working? Uh, is she working Tajiri on behalf of the alliance? You know what I mean? Like that's kind of the
3: because he's your threat. <laughs> I know, and
2: and and I don't know if that like, it, what what the end goal with that was like if it was a regal thing or whatever uh-huh. or something like that. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, this uh, this is interesting to see them paired together because I think at some point they get paired together with reverse roles where he's a heel, with yes. and he's he's making her dress up. I think like geisha, yeah.
3: I don't know when that is though. It's it's I think a little less than a year. Yeah, something like that. And yeah, because I remember they weren't. Together for this, they spectators. did this. I
2: just, I, I,
3: I, I don't remember when. I remember hearing I don't remember. I never saw it.
2: As long as Tajiri has work, I'm happy. Yeah, and he's got a, this. Is, and what an interesting spot for this match, him and Rhino, because this is typically where you throw your kind of cool, major cooldown match, your Divas match back in the day when yeah. they were. I really want to see this, mm-hmm. but this is and for its for all time. Ta- this is a this is a damn good match because Tajiri's objective is sell sell the injury. Mm-hmm. Make comebacks, but then eventually be over overrun by it. Mm-hmm. I think this is pretty good. Obviously, they're not given a tremendous amount of time. No. to really tell a, a magnificent story. But for what this match could be for a match that's about to precede the main it's
3: preceding the main event, mm-hmm. I think they actually do a lot better than most matches. Yep. Put did, in this spot. Did you have a problem with the WCW World Heavyweight Championship? Falling lower in the card than the U.S. title.
2: I don't think any of these belts mean anything. None of mean. them. I honestly don't. And that's that's sad. Like that was what I was gonna say about the the, the WCW tag team titles with Taker oh. and Kane. They don't mean anything. Like None I said that at one point. Like after like one of the first matches had ended, Jr. had a line like, "Well, there's seven matches left, and they are all for titles." Yeah,
5: yeah. Like,
4: yeah seven t- titles. Yeah. Like Jesus. go ahead, Martin. Go ahead. I bumped up against that comment as well. Yeah. <laughs>
3: It's crazy. There what? is
4: a point coming
3: where Evil Commissioner Regal and then Commissioner McFoley have a meeting because there's the great promo that they do together where they're not fighting and McFoley goes, the WCW Commissioner and I have both agreed that right now if you don't have a title belt, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's a good line, yeah. Martin, what did
2: you think of this match? Oh. Um, starting off with you on your end. Then we're going to circle back to the other guys.
4: Yeah, This is one of my favorite matches on the card. Um... Yes, it's short. Yes, it's in the death spot. But taken on its own merits, I think it's kind of cool. I like Rhino. I like Tajiri. They do some good shit together. Um, they just you know, do what they set out to do and take it home as quickly as possible. I really liked it.
3: Um, Jason, then Charlie. Go I, I would have think it would have been really funny if when Rhino hits Tajiri with a spear, Green Mist shot up in the air. But... That than, would have been a nice image. That would have just been yeah. it, just boom and then gone. I'm glad they didn't do the accidental diva hit. I mean, I know when Rhyno was out there. I was waiting her. for
2: that. Or he was like... Oh, yeah. like, I thought that Jerry was going to take, a gore, take yeah. it. Take Yeah, but nope. Bam. Mm-hmm. Like, that was cool. God damn that
3: kick. Fuck mm-hmm. me. Yeah.
2: I didn't like this match. And it's... Si- I didn't. And it's simply because these guys deserve better. These guys... There are... I think this is the shortest match on the card.
4: Yeah.
2: And... And... Which you can see that coming because it's the cool off match. These guys are better than a cool off match, mm-hmm. and granted, they work in some pretty good stuff for what essentially amounts to a four or five minute match. But I knew it wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, what is it? Rhino wins the title. It doesn't matter. No. And, no, it's just this. This should have been. Do you think so? Really would you have, like? Obviously, then the obvious flip would have been to do Raven and Saturn here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That match went on way longer than this. Yeah. So, but I. I do. I, I. wonder. I wonder what their reasoning was to put it here. Even though, like at the same time, like they they do a good job of keeping momentum. I feel like for the most part, even though, like like we said, the rock the rock uh, Booker thing was well. You just cheer for the spot because we have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to cheer for the people's elbow. We have to cheer for, you know, when he does the, uh, fat and slap yeah. somebody or if whatever. If you don't, you're a bad wrestling fan. But um, I don't know. It was it was an interesting choice. I did not expect this to be here. At no. this point in the card. But uh, for matches that are kind of left to die here, mm-hmm. they're all right. Yeah. It's not a long match. It's not long enough to get a lot out of it. Except the the one thing that they're trying to uh, they they try to tell us that Tajiri's a pretty tough He's tough as nails. For mm-hmm. a crew for which essentially is a cruiserweight against uh, a Having pretty big heavyweight him. here. He can't even he can't even get him in the tarantula. No, and I like that. I, I did kind of, too. Yeah, you know, because Rhino is a big guy. It's like when uh, Bret Hart would try to do the sharpshooter on Yokozuna. He yep. can't do it; he has to do it from Yoko
6: being Laying face on down, stomach. Mm-hmm. Right, right.
2: There was um, one one thing that we we glossed over, and that and this uh, oh boy, Stacy Keebler at WWF mm. New York. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and, which is fine,
6: but <laughs> one thing I
2: noticed that's a little strange is that when she's in the bathtub shaving her legs. They're playing Sonny's song. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. They were. Yeah. What the fucks up with that? Yeah. <laughs> now I do wonder. Jason made a good point earlier. Talk it's about it's, the music. Talk no, about
3: no. talk about the music thing you were telling about before. Charlie right. came. You know how the last few pay per views you've called out and then I called out where they're using Rey Mysterio's old WCW. <laughs> they did it again. I remember that I, if it's this pay per view, them using a puddle of mud song for that, and where they're inserting. Just generic music they own the rights to to cover up because this was that. God, like, I like the way you look at me, I like the way you smack my ass, but that was cut out of it. It was like the control part they kept going over. And this promo coming up for the video package is they're playing that song. I remember that. I, I never, had
2: that thought last night.
3: Yeah, yeah. And that, that very well could be why they would use
2: Sonny's music there and everything. So, because I could, know you want me, I'm like, what? Yeah.
1: what is this?
3: As this is the best accidental song. Like How long is your shaker?
0: How long does it take her to shave the no, legs? Right. Right? You're probably in there all night.
3: Yeah, and I mean, like you get Paul Heyman going, "I love you," like which is fine, which is which is a, actually a better reaction than how long she's the biggest
2: be? star to ever going to WWF New York during the show at this point,
3: well, except for Austin. And no, I'm Angel. saying, but
2: that was on a Raw. Jesus. That oh was yeah, awesome. okay. But uh, that was the... fucking cool. <laughs> like, like we were saying, imagine being there, <laughs> and then like Austin shows. You up. You think it's gonna
3: be? Oh great, we're probably gonna get. Cheering where's where's, uh, where's Stacey? <laughs> bring Chaz? out Colombo. Yeah, Chet. No, oh. Beaver Cleavage. Where is he? Oh, he'll get over here. My only notes for that whole bit was poor WCW ladies. Yeah, because here they like just non. I mean, no joke, non-factor. Yeah, just
2: which is a shame too, because um, like we've said, uh, that is one area where WCW could give WWF a run for their money. Was uh, their, their, the women that they had. Especially have. at this time at period. This, right, now. I mean, right now. Right yeah. now. Yeah. Stacey Keebler, my God.
3: And Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson. Fuck. My God. That, <laughs> that, that's it. Fuck. Never, I've that's never it? heard William describe a woman like that. Before. Tori Wilson? Fuck. fuck. I,
2: I, it's just like Chris Lloyd, like when they're running down his roles and they ask him, <laughs> hey, Judge Doom. Fuck. <laughs> that's what he said. It's <laughs> awesome. Also, but but why did he say that? The, no, no, he was, I,
3: I, I think he was just he hadn't thought about in a long time. Ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, it' just like hitting him. Judge Doom. He's dope. scary as fucking fuck. Yeah, he is terrifying. But then they are also the poor ladies. Other than Deborah, and then going back to Terry Reynolds, no Trish, no Lita. Yeah. I mean, no. Oh, yeah. They really don't know what they're doing with them at this point in time, yeah. do they? They have
2: no idea. Especially because you got Ivory in the Alliance now, so you could yeah. have a decent you could do stuff with it. a
3: promotion match.
2: That's why even like if you left Raven and Saturn off the card and did like, one of th- a match with them mm-hmm. would be acceptable. You know, something <laughs> like that. I mean, uh, <sighs> all right, so let's head to the video package for the main event. Austin versus Angle 2. This time, we're... T- <laughs> this time, it is personal. <laughs> this yes. time, it's personal.
5: <laughs> well,
6: yeah.
1: <laughs> Austin, at SummerSlam, I was nice enough to kick out of three Stone Cold Stunners. My God, Angle kicked out, and Austin cannot believe it. I'll even see yourself... night and again i was nice enough to drive all the way in her angles driving a milk truck and supply you with some good wholesome milk milkomania is ready. But I never have none of these. Stone Cold Steve Austin's got two of them. They belong to you. I said they belong to you, Kurt. What will you do, Kurt, to get these gold medals back? Are you too proud to beg for them, Kurt? Get on your hands and knees and cry for me, Kurt. Go and cry. Cry for me, Kurt. This is what means everything to me. These mean nothing to me. And if you won't beg for me, if you won't cry for me, they don't mean nothing to you. Take down. Where is Kurt Angle going with so cool. I'm gonna do the same thing to you. Uh, that you did to my gold medals. Cry for me, Austin. What? I'm the. Ah. sure. You're pathetic. Sorry. You're a right. joke. Come on, Austin, cry. Sorry. Come on. Cry, Austin. There's one thing. I want more than anything. I want a return match for the WWF title. You got it. When? Unforgiven. What? I've been humiliated and embarrassed for the last time by Kurt angle. I gotta whip somebody's ass tonight, because I cannot wait for unforgiving. Wait! Oh my god! Austin awesome, just thrown! Steve Austin. You're a desperate man, Austin. Because when you look at me, you know that I am the one man that in your mind can beat you. Days could be numbered for the WWF champion Stone Cold. Kurt Stone Cold Steve Austin is gonna make an example out of you, what? Stone Cold Steve Austin's out of control. That is a sick human being. No! My god, no! No! Austin makes me sick. This belt is mine, yeah. it's and unforgiving, I will walk out of my hometown. The World Wrestling Federation champion. Oh, it's true! It's true! And you just gotta imagine how physically intense this confrontation for the richest prize in our business will be.
2: So there are a lot of things in this package that are some... Uh, they've done a great job of calling back to all of the spots Austin used to do in mm-hmm. the reverse role.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
2: <laughs> the milk truck we talked about. But then we get the... Austin steals the medals, which he's done before. He steals things and likes to throw them in the river. Yeah. I'm done with this piece trash. A yeah. yeah. But the, the, my thought though was when he put the medals around his neck, and I was like, you know, those were on Chris Benoit's nuts, right? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Austin put them on his neck and then dove it in
3: the river? <laughs> 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 then, oh, 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 oh. I didn't take this
2: <laughs> But then Kurt Angle abducts Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. This and I, really goes to an interesting place. Yes. Oh, like when Rock I, him the I thought of you when Steve Austin starts crying in the blind. <laughs> Actually, that was funny. Was mm-hmm. so I, I laughed out loud because, because <laughs> oh. I, I laughed because I thought this is ridiculous. Like, not that he's crying, but it's Austin, <laughs> you know. Like, and where he notices he cried We're getting a lot of the what stuff, but there's no. Isn't it weird to hear Steve Austin do what, but the
3: crowd doesn't yeah, do it back yet? It Thank yeah. God. Oh, but the it's best gonna, it's gonna is, be an avalanche. Yeah, <laughs> the best night is after the alliance bit is over, and he reads out what he had at Sonic, and he has like thirteen different kinds of hamburgers. <laughs> it's, um, it's, Jesus, this
2: and then um, what, what other? Is there another bit? Oh, the you said the
3: bank, the three sixteen yeah, gun. Three sixteen is kind of like the equivalent where Kurt pushes, where Kurt in, pushes the in the pool. kiddie pool. God damn it, Kurt! All, all they just didn't have. Austin's like, I ain't pissing my pants. <laughs> I just like that they have a gentleman's agreement over a title match.
0: Oh, you got your shot, boom!
2: That's it. <laughs> but man, oh man, like the, I, I like how they, they use the broken neck thing. Mm. They, you know, and pile driver on the outside. You don't to see, see that Austin do a yep. pile driver. Yep, mm-hmm. and it's we're talking like a Jerry Lawler pile driver where he just falls backward, right? Which is a nasty. Looking it thing. is man, right on the. You, I mean, that's you can chalk that up in the list of things you're never going to see in 2016. No. They've... I've, I feel like they've tried to tease that but they don't they they've never it's always the backdrop. Well, nope, didn't get it. do we ever go for a power driver. So, no, you're going to not get it. Digging into this, of course, Kurt Angle gets the big hero's entrance. He's mm-hmm. got a I mean the finkel of, as he is is known to do if you get the uh if he announces the hometown of you From and you're in there. Yeah.
6: From
2: big.
5: Calgary. Do you
2: think it would have been cool if Angle came, like I kept thinking like his his attire would have been a little bit more special for golden bar. gold yeah hey, Steelers that'd have been nice yeah Steelers color but he's I know he's American was that
3: the I can't remember was that the uniform that they had was he wearing his Olympic uniform I don't know because it had that, that gold and cool. the trace and everything that would been
2: cool It's possible but
3: then again it's not your first championship
2: so I think there's a there's a plethora of good spots to talk about in this match mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of good you want in to know my match? favorite my favorite spot yeah. and. The, the commentators didn't point it out, but I know that this is what had to be what Austin was thinking when Austin went to kick Kurt Angle and hesitated. I <laughs> yeah. loved that because he was afraid of the ankle lock. If you they bring it up, if you guys heard No, it. but they didn't say that. they didn't say he was he doesn't want to get the ankle lock. Oh. oh, Austin's got a little hesitancy in him. Soon you enough. Know, Awesome point. I I heard him commentate this match recently and he talked about like that was the psychology of the match was brilliant to to I am afraid to do the ankle. The only thing I don't like is that he kicks with the left left leg. He's only done that one other time and it was the ninety eight rumble when he beat the rock. It was so weird. Yeah. He he just (laughs) Oh fuck, man's one of the shittiest stunners. (laughs) Rock's like Rock takes a Royal Rumble stunner, which is you don't land on your back; you just kind of stand up and stand there like an idiot. So, yep. Charlie, keeping it with you, talk about what you like with this match. Do you like it? No. Okay. No, I think this isn't a good, this is not a good match, and yep. I really couldn't pinpoint why. I think it's interesting that Austin is going for Kurt's neck so much, and yet Kurt isn't going for Austin's. Right. Austin, like that's like, just as well known. Uh, Austin's a little sloppy, I'm sorry, he did a belly to back suplex and they called it an angle slam. I know. It's one of those things where Austin, you forget- He should not do other people's finishes. Right. Oh, it never looks it was, right. It,
4: it was a 45 degree angle.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah, it was a little acute. I you know, just didn't quite mm, get it all. That fell flat. I'm oh. um, just making more angle jokes, sorry. Right? Uh,
2: uh, that was a bit obtuse of you to say that there. <laughs> we hit them
4: all! We did it! <laughs> this is officially the smartest
2: wrestling podcast around <laughs> <laughs> um, Angle doing the stunner looked fine uh, except I don't like the way Austin takes it. you don't need to do move. that I just don't uh, it's yeah it, it just reminds why me why is, is it oh one do we need it? and then and they even do it in two. I think at Wrestlemania with Scott Hall they he eats another stunner because it's the match of a thousand stunners anyway right, huh? the best moment though of all is Austin flipping off Karen Angle. Because <laughs> she, uh, she was not expecting Did that. you notice how he kind of he scouted that early? No He's like, oh, wait, wait, I got an idea for this. Which, Which Austin was notorious for picking out family members in the crowd like what he would do with Stu Hart God. yeah and just like Austin was great at that does
3: stuff. he call that out because I still haven't listened to the episode where he he t- he talk- He kind of laughs about it <laughs> that's what he does <laughs> what like, Austin He's like here I am here's what I'm doing oh, no, no, no. Austin, Austin oh, talking to about Karen? this match yeah I mean, he does oh. to Karen uh, it's, uh, you mean future I, Mrs. Mahan Mrs. I will say
2: like the crowd reaction to Austin is the way it should have always been for this run which is just kind of well, no, we don't like them but it's because they're in Pittsburgh right mm-hmm. yeah which, which makes sense but at the same time it takes a hometown here and not not that and not that Kurt Angle isn't a great guy to root for, because you finally have Austin up against a guy who is very easy to cheer. Yeah, you know, it's not like oh, I have to cheer for this guy, really. Who once again he eats the he is our another victim of the eye
3: yeah. hard way over the yeah. eye. I'm surprised I don't next, know how. next Monday everyone wasn't wearing eye patches
1: because
4: oh, they're like they're all be understand. swollen. It's Pirate Day on Monday Night
2: Raw. <laughs> Austin doing the front suplexes to Kurt Angle on the Spanish announce table. Mm-hmm. Those, Those were con- so good. Like, that was like, that's odd, the, but the I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the table kind of buckling, but not breaking. But like, oh, yeah. It made it look like a well-put-together piece of furniture. Did Austin even hit the stunner on Kurt? No. I don't, I don't remember him hitting it. Because remember, he tried in the beginning. He hesitated. And then didn't go back to it until he goes for the left foot and he gets the ankle on And that. there's the worst part of the match. The finish, I, I hate that. You don't finish. like him tapping. I don't like him reaching under the rope and then immediately tapping. Yeah, it, like because it was like the okay. geography was way off. Oh, it was it was horrible. But Austin, he made it. Just just hold on. Angle needed to pull him right. But like I imagine, this was Austin's way out. I don't like seeing Austin tap in the first place. If Bret Hart couldn't get him to do it, then I don't like Kurt
6: Angle being but able to do it's it. It's
2: a good rub for for Kurt at this moment. He should have pinned him. Yes, I. although like, like, to get the... The best way to do it, inside cradle. Small package. Like, It should have been something like that. Like a surprise pin. I mean, in, in, at this... I could see that at a show, yes. At this one, with this crowd, his home crowd, his family. Like, It's got to be a big finish. And it's a blow-off. Mm-hmm. This is it's it. But it's push. undeserved. It's, it, I mean, and, and you know they're setting this up for future whatever that Kurt didn't legitimately beat him because Austin made yeah, it over the Raws. Well, and, and so it's, what not, it's, it's, a big, it's what, not this what, great... Well, what happens after this is, it, unfortunately, it will overshadow this this moment for Kurt Angle because yeah. it's a great moment for Kurt Angle. Sure. But what happens like with the Raws and then... Because when you look at it on paper, the main event of the next pay-per-view is stupid. There's no reason why you should have... With RVD? There, well, it shouldn't be... Th- it it should be Austin and Angle in there with him. Like if it should be RVD versus Austin, it should be yeah. something new. We don't. Right. Kurt Angle's got the belt. Either he should have kept the belt on Angle and have him go against. Or it, it just yeah. felt weird to have again Austin and Angle because they're going to flip the belt in two weeks, which yeah. is stupid. And they repeat the WrestleMania ten spot, uh, which for me really only worked at WrestleMania ten, which is let's just send everybody. Like out there yeah. to, look. it's cheesy. Yeah, like it's just it's a little, more, and I think that I think that's a little of the nine eleven. Oh, sure it thing is. With yeah, that. but doesn't mean I have to like it. No.
3: Jason, what are your kind of thoughts on this match? Um, I mean, I like the, I guess definitely a lot more than Charlie did, but because I like, I mean, like you said, it was sloppy, but it added to the fight. Kurt not going for Austin's neck because he's the good guy. He shouldn't be going for Austin's neck throughout the whole. Heyman's doing a great job of saying Austin will kill Kurt Angle if he has to, and he's going after. Well, but, this
2: is the same guy who says I will break
3: your damn ankle. You why? Know, right. like, why can't he go for his neck? And you can break an ankle, and the person's going to live. They're going to. You can't necessarily break the neck and know they're going to live. But um, there's some good like moments. At some point, uh, uh, Heyman and Jr. start talking about legal action, and Heyman goes, "My dad's a lawyer," and Jim Ross goes, "Your daddy's a lawyer. Imagine that." Racist, just like that sounded racist it sounded to me, racist me racist too. Racist as hell, pet coon. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, he uh, said that too. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny the, when he says that. The exposed concrete. At some point, Angle hits Austin with something, and Austin rolls out of the ring. And I think he forgets on what size because he just plopped right on that concrete. Yeah, and man. it has a oh, loud ass dog. smack, yeah. dude. It's. I didn't like Austin tapping under the ropes because I said, "Well, yeah, that, that, that should have been." the geography of that is just mm-hmm. terrible. It's, it's way not, He should have
2: tapped. I mean, if he's going to tap, which he should never tap, but if he's going to tap, it should
3: be him looking right at Kurt's family. Mm-hmm. Like, that would have been a good little ending. They get to see it. I didn't like the, the, oh, you win. Like, so if my favorite wrestler wins, I get to go in and hug him and, Hang out with everybody. Oh, there were a lot
5: of people jumping that barricade. Yeah. I was like, wait a that minute. That black how, kid is how, not
3: an yeah. angle. <laughs> Maybe he is. That's <laughs> what I was wondering. I think it was, is that supposed to be... Martin, since you play the games, is that black John Cena's black friend as a young... Tony. Young Tony, young, Tony. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's Tony. Tony Angle. There he is. The Marine. <laughs> uh, but And it, I joked with Will, it was like that whole big celebration, just, all they missed was dumping water on Austin and watching him melt is the way that that angle felt like. Just, oh, what a world! You what killed God JR goes, like, yeah. I mean, he does go insane. America won the war on terror yeah. tonight! Yeah. Won the- oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, the USA chant during the... Oh, fucking hell! Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> idiots! <laughs> it wasn't idiots because it was only two weeks then. Now... Um, <laughs> at-
0: uh, uh, no! <laughs>
3: Martin, I mean, Austin's Austin a, just as American as he is.
2: He's Martin, like, what are your thoughts on this match? Kind of, like, how do you compare it to SummerSlam?
4: Um, I... Much prefer the SummerSlam match, but I admire the emotions that this match has. The actual mechanics of it, moves and the sequences of them, not as good as SummerSlam, but I got that these two guys did not like each other. The problem was that SummerSlam could back that up with the... Um, the moves, like like I said, Angle giving Austin the ankle lock with the blood streaming down his face on the outside of the ring. Mm -hmm. That was so much more dramatic than... I think uh, yeah, I'm trying or remember or how forgiven. They did it. Yeah, no, that's yeah. That's, that's perfect because
2: Austin never reached a level of desperation in this match like he did in Summerslam. Yeah, see, and that's yeah. the, the, they do have something interesting interesting with the psychology when you compare them. Like, remember in Summerslam, Austin is just uh, he is beating the shit out of him the whole time. Mm. They try to reverse that and have yeah. Angle do that to Austin. Engel superplexes Austin. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's it's the second rope, but you know, hey, but <laughs> it's to do that to Austin on any rope is. The Germans long. looked good. They looked good. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. He looked very, and it was good to see him aggressive against Austin. That was a decent thing. But it does, the match first, of all, it feels really long. Yeah. And a lot longer, longer than I, and I felt bad saying that because I, uh, you know. I, I, I didn't think it was over when the bell rang. I was it, like, oh, someone's going to come out and fix this. Yeah. No, nope. send out Bradshaw. Send out Taka Mishinoku. Send out The Rock. Yeah. The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Good Get going, guy. I couldn't beat Austin, but I'm glad you could. You know, I took your belt earlier this year,
3: but I'm glad yeah,
2: I... that
4: was <laughs> precisely it. I mean, back in February. Let's get a whole, yeah, February. It wasn't that
2: long ago. I'm going to take
3: it again. Hold it for me. Hold
2: but, it. Um, yeah, it is... They try to bring back some of the brutality that Austin has with those suplexes on the table. And, and they go for the... They do the pile driver spot again on the outside... You know, and it's, it's, some of that's really good. It it does feel like, it, it feels like what Taker and Sean had to do in the second one. It's like, fuck, man, what do we do? Because, mm-hmm. you know, that SummerSlam match, I mean, it's, I, that it's damn good, man. It's really good. It just good. has that cluster, and, clusterfuck of a finish. And they have fantastic yeah. chemistry. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Arguably, if, if you put, like, if you had to stack rank Austin's chemistry with wrestlers, it's probably Brett number one. And then maybe, like, I, and I, I I guess you got to go with Rock number two, and then Angle right there. I'd say close angle three. Or triple H. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's. Um, oh yeah, but um, it's an underrated chemistry. Yeah, it's
3: it's really not talked about a lot, but um, because it's the one, or he's the he's the heel. And that's probably why
2: yeah. it's not talked about. And, and the reason I was asking guys from the get go, like if what did, if you thought the, the 9-11 thing had something to do with this, like why on earth are they going to flip the belt? On a Raw, back to Austin, with the only purpose of it being to get Regal over as a heel commissioner. Why on earth would you do that? Is that a ratings thing? Is that a way to make people show unpredictable? The show can still be, which is a motif that's never gone away. They still try to do that. Like, look, Roman Reigns won the belt on Raw, so you should watch it because things like this happen. What? Once a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, what? Did, what are your guys' thoughts? Do you think that do you think it diminishes this moment that in a couple weeks? or it's, it may, it may, I keep saying a couple weeks, it's somewhere in between now and No Mercy. Austin gets the belt right back for what will be his
3: last reign as champion. Uh, Martin, you want to go first, bud? Uh,
4: yeah, I think it, it does cheapen it somewhat, in hindsight. At the time, you know, if you were watching just this night, I imagine you'd have been, if you were an Angle fan, you'd have been ecstatic. Um, but yeah, knowing that in two weeks' time, everything will be back as it was. Yeah. It's, I, I don't think it was like a trying to cash in on 9-11 thing. I just think it was probably sometime after this, the end the end game was in sight for Invasion, and they thought, we kind of need that belt back on Austin. But instead of doing it at No Mercy, they did it... Yeah, at know. some point, because some probably had this amazing idea for RVD and Austin. Yeah, I... As, I, I think if... it's... Mm. the problem I think this this show shows it up more than perhaps SummerSlam and certainly perhaps more than Survivor Series of them having too many pieces on the board uh, there's yeah. too many guys and they want to do stuff and yeah you end up with Raven and Saturn for no real reason right. but then you also end up with Tajiri and Rhino having the Death Spot no nothing match because yeah. it feels like well we've got them we might as well try and do something with them right yeah but then of course you get like guys get overlooked because they want to feel like they're getting the money money's worth out of everybody else
2: what do you guys think about like the like, do, no kind of looking ahead a little bit i know this kind of will bleed into the no mercy build for us a little bit but with with austin getting the belt right back like how do you how do you connect that to this match like do you think like what do you think the kind of reasoning was with that
3: I don't know what the reason is. I'm not a fan of those. I mean, even with mid-card titles, much less. Like with Zack Ryder when I mean, yeah, he it, the night yeah, after. Yeah, it was just like you took all that away just to go, well, let's talk about... It. No, you can't just... That moment doesn't mean anything if there's no follow-through with it. Um, same thing with this. It's like, so, okay, so Kurt Angle wins the belt, finally, and loses it in his first offense. Did we ever get an angle babe? We never got an angle
2: baby face title run, did we? I don't think so. I think it's the only it's time he wins it as a... And it just seems like he, he's ready at this point. Like, how much, like, why can't you just give him the ball and roll with it? Like, if, if anything, this is the best time to do it. Mm-hmm. Just let it roll. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and it's still foolish on their part. They decided to pull the plug on what they were going to do in November. But I guess at this point, they realized they had screwed it all up anyway. But oh, yeah. what, what do you think about it, man? Um, to go to what you were saying as possible shock value, uh, they did this with Austin in 98, with Kane, you know, winning at King of the Ring, and then the very next night, Austin got it back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's, I think, I think it's a little bit of everything, possibly. Um, it's, I think they wanted maybe to give it to Kurt in his hometown, and plus, I mean, yeah, on a sentimental value, uh, it probably looks great on paper after yeah. 9-11 happened. Well, we have arguably the greatest American athlete yeah. of the modern times, let's just give him the belt. But to give it back to Austin on a raw, which I honestly don't remember that because I had that thought while watching this match, where is this Austin's final match as champion? And now I've just learned that it isn't. Uh, I think that's cheap. I think it, it, it cheapens yeah. Kurt Angle and it cheapens the fans, and unfortunately, it cheapens the title. Yeah, it yeah. if it does. Like, and I'm not, and I'm all about you know having title changes within the year. I, I think long reigns are good, but you have to. You can't have everybody have a long reign. I mean, like, this is Austin's longest reign. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, because even in his his peak which I mean did you say what 98 99? Well, the 98 the I mean I mean if you do it if you look at it like that, if you don't count that cane shit which I try I try not to, it's the same length. Yeah. Uh, Austin lost it a breakdown which is right after SummerSlam. So and they did. The, remember, they did the same thing the next year, where like with Undertaker. Yeah, Undertaker yeah. gets the. He out. beats Undertaker on Raw. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I remember that too. I was like, I'm with this shit. Like I, I, the over the edge. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, that's I right. just feel bad for Kurt Angle because. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I, it, this isn't like this isn't like okay, if you had done this to Jericho, all right. I, I don't think Jericho at this point was quite on the level of Kurt Angle. Not yet. Mm-hmm. I think like, definitely after um, his Michaels match, I'd say maybe so.
3: Yeah. But,
2: Kurt Angle has proven it with you know the ma- his match with Edge to get Edge over at the King of the Ring. Yeah. Even his match with was it? Did he take on Christian? Yeah. Earlier had, that night. It was yeah, I mean he had the match with Shane. He had the one match with Austin, and even the second match with Austin. You know, it's not it's not the drizzling shits. It's not SummerSlam, but it's still you know it's he had I many. And then the Benoit series, like you know, maybe not the greatest matches of all time, but still. Damn good a damn good pay-per-view series for mm-hmm. him. He's had a hell of a year. He even took The Rock on in February. He had the Austin Man or no, I'm sorry. Um his uh, he had yeah, then Benoit at WrestleMania. It's like, yeah. why would you undercut this guy? Because you guys cool. remember what they do to him at, at not long after No Mercy? They do a bullshit flip with him where he joins the Alliance, yeah. but then turns his back
3: on. Really? Yes, yeah, oh, this yeah. storyline
5: sucks. You're uh
3: <laughs> you're yeah. Do you want me to tell you who the Alliance's representatives are in SummerSlam? Summer- Survivor Series? I mean, Survivor Series, yeah. Well, I know it's Austin, Booker, uh, is it Kurt? It's, a- it's Austin, Booker, Kurt, Shane, and Rob Van Dam. So <laughs> the want- invasion
2: team is better. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, all right. I don't want to go too deep, and obviously those
2: are some shows that come. But overall, t- Ray, let's let's wrap up the show. Let's talk about what you guys thought. So Charlie, starting with you. What did you think overall of this? And you can compare it to SummerSlam oh, however sure you want. Then. I think uh, in terms of WWF pay-per-views, it's the worst one we've seen yet. There's only one match on here that I think is good. Man, RBD. It's, RBD and Jerk. Big, big surprise. Yeah. You know, I knew I was going to love that match. Because he brings it every time. Uh, Austin and Angle. I mean, I really was expecting like a match of the quality of SummerSlam. With the exception, of course, of the finish. Mm-hmm. But I actually hate this finish more. Uh, it just... It feels like a nothing show. I want to compare real quick to, and you guys can use this comparison. Remember, Backlash and um, uh, Judgment Day are both um, not highly regarded this year. Remember, those are the 2001 ones, where like the Two Man Power Trip, and you know, oh, th- those are shows that are not left in high regard. How would you compare that to these? Uh, Do you still think it's the lowest? Uh, well, the I, I, I I also rank it by how long it takes me to watch the show. I got gotcha. you. If i <laughs> if I'm hitting pause a lot to go on the internet. <laughs> um, and just look up shit on Amazon. Then I'm really bored. Yeah, this sh- this show is boring. Yeah, just just the worst. And they've got all the talent in the world, you know, to pull this off. You know, a, g- a good show. But like, my interest is really waning here. Like, it, even worse so than what what's going on in the product right now. But yeah, not that those shows are really any, any good either. Yeah. But like, I, I would at least give those a five. Like, this is below a five for me. This is gotcha. WCW level of... of wow, level. there we go. Yeah. Ooh. Like, yeah. like Bash of the Beach 2000 or like Star Oh no, K99, not that bad. Or Stargate 99. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd say, probably something like Spring Stampede. Okay. Yeah, yeah like something like that. Just which would be middle of the road for them. But when it's WWF, I expect something a lot better, especially when you've got all these guys. If it wasn't for the RVD Jericho match, I'd say this is a shit show. No. But that match pulled it out. I'd gotta give this a, a solid Bret Hart four out of ten. Yeah,
3: sure. yeah. Wow. Um, just you saying it, it's like a WCW run, that was like a kick. Yeah. Because you I like those strength and speed. <laughs> no, but, uh, but like you said, yeah, it's it's when you when you start to say this was probably as good as the best WCW one we reviewed oh i didn't say that no but i mean sold out and I'd bash at the beach 2000 beach 2000 are pretty good shows yeah yeah, yeah. but i get like it's is it? Do you hold this to a higher standard because it's the WWA? Not only that,
2: but I hold it to a higher standard because
3: you have the bet like the
2: best people from ECW in here, mm-hmm. and you have some great WCW talent in here too. And Diamond Dallas Page seems to be dead at the moment.
3: He's gone. He's gone. He won't be back till I he's getting that yoga chick to bend over and saying, "I like you very much." Oh yeah,
2: yeah. The, like, this should have been the best time in, in all of wrestling. Yeah, and yeah. it's just beyond mediocre to worse. Mm. Like, at least the bad WCW shows are fun to an extent. You know, like, oh, three count.
3: You know, like, I love these guys. It's true. We haven't had anyone pull a knife out on anybody just yet. Right, oh, right. my God. But- Tank Abbott's here? <laughs> yeah. Yes! Um, but, like, the... I would probably give this a five because it's just a. eh. It's still not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it's... Oh, like, it felt like it was an in-your-house not like a name, its own name pay per view. It really felt like an in your house, yeah. or a sorry, Martin, a UK pay per view that aren't canon.
2: <laughs> At least in the in your houses, somebody want a house. I mean, like yeah. there's nothing going on here. Martin, as we transition, to you I, one thing I think is so dumb on the Raws that are in the UK true. is why they have to do the telephone booth and why they have to have the car every single time.
0: We're
4: in England.
2: I, it's um. like it, I mean it. I don't know, man. I imagine
4: for for most people in the UK, that is the only time you see a red phone box now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's funny.
4: It's WWF's idea
2: of Britain from a long time ago. Oh, so... It is,
4: yeah. <laughs> it's their, their view of Britain stops at Capital Carnage in 1998. How
2: it, 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 how exciting is like when that tour comes over there, oh, like um.
4: It's. Less so now because we get so frequent tours and we have now a burgeoning wrestling scene ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Um. Time was that when the the UK scene was not dead, but it you know it wasn't what uh, wasn't what you call alive. Yeah, WWE tours were like massive because you know we finally got, you know the bit the big wrestling here. Yeah. Instead of like you know knock off fairground shows promoting the UK Undertaker. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He's a thing.
5: These are things. Um, I think you've brought it up before. The yeah, and
4: you know, like fake road warriors. The overtaker. Like but now, now we have I mean we've got ICW, we've got This Is Progress, yeah. we've got It's not that WWE isn't special anymore, but it's 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 not the the huge attraction it is anymore because we now have our own scene back again.
2: Hmm. I got you. I'd always heard also the TNA, like they used to talk about how hot the TNA shows were in the UK. Yeah. Like they were really hot. Is that true?
4: Yes. TNA, um, hit upon like just at the right time. TNA came just before the big, big British wrestling boom. Gotcha. So they cleaned up. Um, and because of impact airing here on free TV, um, yeah, you know, we you don't need a cable package. You just need a television set. In you know, in half an hour's time, we will be able to watch Impact. Anybody can. Yeah. So cool, that by like, default, that. that becomes like the stand, not the the standard, because everybody is still the WWE fan. But it's free wrestling, and so TNA gains a bigger profile. WCW did something very similar in, in nineteen ninety nine when I briefly that, it was on yeah. free TV over here.
3: Mm-hmm. That was that big. Uh big tour that they went and did and then where Scott Hall got in trouble right yeah yes
4: precisely it was was born out of the popularity that it got you know showing worldwide on channel 5 that they they came here for a tour we got the sight of Bam Bam Bigelow on kids TV
2: (laughs) whoa (laughs) so um I don't have a good segue for it but thinking about this pay-per-view then uh, Martin how do you compare it to like SummerSlam, or what do you um how do you rate this one
4: uh, against SummerSlam, it holds up really poorly, um, and not because SummerSlam is one of the Big Four, because there, there really isn't a Big Four anymore. Even at this time, it was, you know, there was, you know, monthly pay-per-views, but yeah, it just feels like a company almost spinning its wheels, just while they work out what the hell they're going to do next. One thing that's wild,
2: just to point out, is that normally, like you know, when they you know, whenever there's that short time period between shows, like where it's only like three weeks, like they come off one pay per view, oh and it's yeah. a medi- there was like five weeks, like there is a big amount of time between SummerSlam and this. There's a fine line between not enough time and too much time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so. like one week too long, but it just it, it does feel like, and it, I'm I think Stephanie was uncreative at this point, right? Like she had ta- she had been taken over since the fall of 2000, and it's not to put like you know, uh, just immense blame on them, but it definitely feels like they just did not understand what they had or what they really wanted to do. Or it's what everyone's always said throughout the years that Vince McMahon did not care. and was just, it was all about putting WWF over Mm. compared to WCW. I I don't know, but it definitely feels like there is a disconnect with, this is what you have. This is what people have wanted. So, you know, I know there's that part of the storyline buildup for Shane and Vince with this whole thing was Vince is out of touch. It's like, feels like, it, quite honestly, people were out of touch for a long time. Yeah. Mm. Going all yeah. the way back here. But um, I, I, I think, yeah, well, uh, go ahead and wrap it up. In Vince's later.
4: mind, he's won. The wrestling war is over. He really doesn't give a shit at this point. Yeah, right. Well, it's to go, to piggyback, remember
3: in the early stages of the invasion, you were like, well, they're spinning their tires, waiting to see what's going to happen with these guys. And, you know, like the other people that haven't shown up yet, or what are they going to do? And now they just, they already know there's nothing, and we've, we've kind of buried ourselves into a gray area, so... Yeah, it's really
2: a shame. I, I, I kind of agree. I, I think it does stack up poorly compared to SummerSlam, especially coming off of it, because um, SummerSlam really overall was a damn good show, and, and surprisingly, I, I was shocked to... Uh, but, um, yeah, overall, when it comes to the year, it just seems like now... It, it feels like now we're just in mode of let's just get to the end of this invasion angle. How quickly can we get Austin back to be in a face? Because at this point, it feels like it's just a tired-out mess. But um, I, I'd say the five ratings about safe, I, I, I think I was about at that range. You know, I, I don't – there were parts of this show I liked, but the problem is, like, even when you just go to the very start of the show, like – all of a sudden, you couldn't finish. I like would start off as a pretty decent match. You couldn't, you couldn't finish out very well. You have this weird Raven Saturn match, which I get it. It did have a storyline. They gave you a video package for Christ's sake, yep. but um, it feels out of place. And you know, whatever. But um, for at least the Y2J RVD match, it's pretty. Um, it's a damn good takeaway from this show. So to kind of transition out of this now, we're going to be looking ahead to No Mercy two thousand one, which. You know, again, as, as we've learned, is another one of these. Oh, wow. When it, anytime you get to after SummerSlam, but before Royal Rumble, it's like you, chances are they're not. They're probably going to be in the range of maybe at best a six yeah, on sure. your one to 10 scale. I, I maybe we'll few. be surprised. Who and, knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I do remember that triple threat match is quite good. Yeah. But yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah. So. It'll be interesting to take a look at. I miss a top show. We got two t shirts out there. Take a look at them. You know, hey, got, they're going to be up for three weeks. Disappointing Taker Incorporated. And uh, we do it for the fans, you know. So go check those out at teespring.com. Look for New Blood Rising. It's on the Twitter, too. You can go find it there. The podcast is on the Twitter at New Blood Pod and on Facebook at New Blood Rising Podcast.
3: Um, I myself, I'm at William Rankin83. I'm at the Jason Keesler.
2: I'm at CM underscore
4: stabs. And I'm at Bunny Suicida.
3: There he is. What else you got going on?
4: Um, not a huge amount, to be honest. Just oh. <laughs> finding articles and when they pop into my head, um, I'll probably look into some more classic AWA. Because people seem to like the last one, I'm probably going to buy some more shit wrestling toys because people seem to enjoy that one too.
2: <laughs> I'm addicted to it, also.
3: Oh, his are bad. Have you seen his? <laughs> what? Martin's are. Uh, what was the oh, like one really the, bad? What toys? was the yeah, racist guy? The half black, half white guy?
4: Oh, the school. He's the best. He's the best. It's, I I've found like some knockoff um, wrestling toys, oh, you know, from things. like discount stores. Um I got yeah the yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Mexican. The <gasps> <gasps> and what's oh. the one
3: that's Taker's face painted on? The
4: Prince of Fear. <laughs> 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 you will rest uncomfortably <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it pretty much is there. take a load <laughs> off in peace they are atrocious figures I That's adore hilarious. them <laughs> the <Prince> uh, of <laughs> um,
2: our next show we said was No Mercy 2001 that'll be actually episode 58 episode 57 of the podcast is gonna be movies for guys like movies we're gonna be taking a look at 1989's Major League 1989 yeah yeah, yeah. I always want to say 90, but I know it's 80. Okay, good. What's 89? 1989's Major League, so we're going to be coming at you next time with it, guys, and uh, thank you again for downloading the podcast. We'll see you guys next
1: time.